Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> and Slamborghini. It's hurting till it's squirting, baby. Yeah, yeah. Internet radio's finest. Whatiswall.com.
in this corner. He's known as the Slamborghini. That's right. He breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get laid. Come inside that fucking bitch. <laughs> going on did you have that's some a, good advice how's memorial day um busy just busy yeah wow. what did you do yeah i did absolutely nothing but it was a very was busy, busy memorial day <laughs> um i was just happy it rained and it was like 50 degrees i just love that people pay like thousands of dollars to come here and just like sit in the fucking house they rented yeah on the fucking beach and be miserable yep cunts ugh they're horrible <laughs> Horrible. Just that people. weekend, right? And then they go back home and they'll come back in like a month. Retarded. It's different people all the time. I don't keep track of people. It's the same people. Yeah, it's <laughs> like because they got the because they got the know. island houses that they rent. I think uh, one weekend that was like ten thousand dollars or some shit. I don't think people come back once they've come for like a weekend or something. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I know. I, I, grew, know. I grew up on LBI, and there maybe it's different now, and it's more <clears> expensive. <throat> I know, like during the summer, there would be families because, like, we people, were like, was that creeping on people? Like, no, it was like because, uh, like, we'd be. Uh, my grandmother had a house on the island that she had uh, all year round, and then we would visit her during the summer. And why didn't during you kill her and just take the house. Sold <laughs> it weak. Fucker. I mean, yeah, we I could, I could have a beach house. Right now. You're right. We could be like downtown uh, Central, and everybody would be like coming by and find out about the show. So well, see, when I was a kid, I didn't have your genie. I still don't have your genius, but even as a Is kid, it too like late to kill her. Um, I don't even know if she's still alive, uh, dude. See, I don't, how do you? I don't, keep, I don't keep in touch with her. <laughs> but you fucking kept track of the families that come to visit on the Yeah, island. yeah, they would, uh, they would all, because we were all on this block called Temp Street, and it would, uh, it'd be the same families every year because we ran with the kids on that block, and like they, what? they would be ran these... the drugs and like sold coke. And no, like, uh, like, like ventured into like the haunted houses down the block and. <laughs> play uh we play softball in the road and Fucking and we'd all go to beach church you ever be to beach church so they play they, sub submarine races no we never did any submarine so races jerk each other off on the beach oh well we did that we just didn't call it submarine ah. races we just called it jerking each other off on the beach back <laughs> right, then. That's yeah that's, that's old school <laughs> yeah it's old school back in the day yeah back in the gay <laughs> what uh <laughs> <laughs> did you see uh Anything? You see, no. Uh, fucking Deadpool? No, I haven't. Have you seen know. that yet? No, no, no. But somebody uh, posted they didn't like it as much as the first one. One of my friends. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if he thought like it didn't live up to the first one. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I forget which one. Friend of mine. I think it was my buddy Andrew. Several of my friends that had seen it all said but, that they liked it better than the first one. But I've heard that like reviews and critics said it wasn't as good. That so everyone I else know. I know hasn't seen it yet. Even like people that loved the first one saw it right away. Like just I don't think anyone got around to seeing it yet yeah like that i work with or anything like like my buddy anthony was real excited for it and loved the first one but last thing i heard uh he hadn't seen it yet so it's on my list to see eventually i think i'll see it when it comes out because like i like the first one and yeah. it's one of those movies where i just i don't really need a sequel to nah. you know i didn't think it was like i thought it was cool it was great but i'm like i wasn't anticipating a sequel like whatever well yeah. i knew they were gonna make one but i wasn't i didn't care that much but what i did do is i finally beat legend of zelda breath of the wild and just disappointed really like, it was just shit like wow. it was fun i sunk a lot of time into the game and i enjoyed it but like 
once I did the main story and the main plot, it wasn't a Zelda game. Like the story was shit. There yeah. just wasn't all the same things that like a Zelda game. Yeah, Zelda it didn't Zelda, have a hook shot, right? That's didn't what have the hook shot. Didn't have. My buddy Mike told me that. The biggest thing I missed is like in every Zelda game, you go to these temples and there was always this like obstacle that like you knew you'd be able to get past eventually because you were gonna get like an item, like whether it was the bow and arrow or like the hook shot in that temple. They did away with that. You just get like everything at the start, so there's no none of that feeling anymore of opening that chest and getting like, yeah, I got the item, I got the hook shot. Like, oh, you just get it from the beginning? You just like <laughs> everything you need, you just get from the beginning. Oh, and yeah, like, dumb. it I... just felt like beating each like of the main, they're not even called temples, they're called divine beast and they're like rotation puzzles. Like it's silly, it's stupid, they suck. But like there was, it just didn't feel like any, it felt shitty. It was just, it felt too easy. The final boss was wow. easy. All was the it, bosses felt the same. Yeah, it was Ganon. Oh, it was Ganon. Okay, I didn't know. But like, I remember, like, Ocarina of Time, each boss felt different. Like, they felt there was, like, a unique way to fight them. Yeah, you gotta do certain shit. Yeah, every boss every boss in this game, you just slash away with your sword until that's they die, and that's it. Yeah, it was just shit. shit. I, I, and then I went back and started playing Link to the Path, and I was like, this is a fucking Zelda game. I don't even know. I think Ocarina's probably my favorite. Yeah. Fucking, uh, the boat one. The boat. The two Wind Waker, one. I never oh, played. I've always so wanted to. Great. Yeah, I heard it was so great. Oh, great. And it's the cutest one too. I don't know what <laughs> what that fucking art was. They, they went that way for yeah, the the, the shell shaded adorable stuff, thing yeah. ever. Uh, and I loved uh, the stupid uh, wolf one. Well, Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess. I yeah, never played that, that one either. That one looked great cool too. Really good. But yeah, I, I don't know. I really like the the Wind Waker one, like the water one, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a Wind Waker. Like yeah. going in the in the under. I don't know if it's underwater temples or what. It's fucking. It was awesome. It was a great retelling of the fucking story. And it had no a whole pirate theme, right? Like it, yeah, it's all pirates and shit. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, Ocarina was. I even like a lot of people don't like Majora's Mask. I, I love, loved Majora's, I love Majora's Mask. Mask. It was yeah. really uh, hard though. I remember uh, one of the stages took me like days. I yeah. think when I went back not too long ago to play it, and it was just I couldn't beat that stage again. I was like, fucking, I'm not playing this shit. But yeah, Majora's was all right. That was all right. <laughs> That was the only one with the same link in two, right? Yeah, two I, I, yeah. Uh, Majora's Mask was like the only one that was an actual sequel to like Ocarina of Time, and Ricky every other one's like a different. Uh, Skyward Sword, which I bought, but I never played because it's too much like swinging your arm around. It's like exhausting. Oh uh, yeah, like, you got to swing the stupid controller around and shit. And that. Yeah, fuck that. But uh, yeah, I got a new stick of deodorant. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, nice. Do you, what do you, do you use deodorant? Yeah, yeah, I do. I tell everyone you don't. <laughs> no, I do use it. Actually, I'm not airing deal right now because oh. I'm a scumbag. But no, what kind do you use? I try. Uh, I always get different ones. One time I like got this solid one. Solid or gel? That's all I'm asking. I like not solid. Brand the I like solid, but it's but it's usually Old Spice, and I prefer the the well, yeah, the like the powder read like the solid. Yeah, that's, that's what, disgusting. Yeah. That's like old man, old ladies use. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, the one I like. I like gel because it doesn't fuck your shirts up. But it, I don't know what it is about it. You have to twist the fucking bottom like 80 times. The first time you open it, just to get it to come out. I don't know what the fuck that's about. And then the next time you open it, it's like already out. Like you could use the whole fucking like piece you squeeze up. And then the next time it's just squirting out of the fucking holes. It's retarded. It's fucking so obnoxious. I don't know what it is about it. When you first open one of those. It's right. Why does it have to be that way when like yeah. every other time you open it, it's fucking fine. Yeah, that is, that is retarded. Um, yeah, now I got a deodorant like, like a couple weeks ago called Champion. I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking champion. I smell like a champion. Did you smell then like another champion? one called like the captain. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm the captain of the boat, guys. I'm trying to think of like new ones for you. 
Like the desperate loser. <laughs> the desperate loser. It just smells like masturbation. Stale, stale semen. <laughs> like jizz rags. Just smells like jizz okay. rags. That would be a good the one. The desperate like... loser. <laughs> it's funnier when you said it. Oh my god! Yeah, it drives me. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Oh, what's it? I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good ones. Broken dreams and broken dreams and uh, I don't know. And whiskey. I don't know. That's what I'm drinking. Drinking some whiskey. All right. Yeah, that fits. That fits. So rub it on your armpits. No, no, no sex. No sex smell or something like that. Like sexless. <laughs> it's just called sexless. Born again version. <laughs> Born again version. <laughs> it just smells. Yeah, I don't know. It smells it bland. Like it smells boring. <laughs> it smells like a piece of white bread. <laughs> Ugh, I got the new Rider Reacts. It's a year since we first talked about it. That's awesome. Today, or actually it's tomorrow will be the date, but it's the Wednesday, so it's always that fucking day off. But yeah, it was a year ago we had her on for the first time. Cool. We've been watching uh, Full Metal Alchemist too, the original. Did you ever see that one? Yeah, I watched all the original. Yeah, I liked that love one. Yeah. that one. Yeah, she'd never seen it, so we've been watching that. Uh, I think we just got up to like the Ishbal Rebellion. When you first uh, meet Dr. Marco, there's so much shit I fucking, fucking forgot. Like, I haven't seen it in probably about eight years at least. <laughs> And there's so much shit I forgot, like about the uh, the other brothers, Elric, in that one episode, the ones that are like uh, in the one town and they say that they're the Elric brothers. Oh, uh, I don't remember that. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so I forget I so remember. much too. Like I watched the whole series. And the and Siren episode, the one with that chick, like she's the uh, the like a, a robber, like uh, she does heists, she steals. Yeah, like, I don't remember. And that it's, the city is a croya. It's like sinking. It's like uh, Venice. Okay. And uh, she basically does it. Like she is, she'll I forget. Like write the newspaper and tell them what she's gonna be stealing, and she's uh, like an alchemist cool. and shit, and she's really fucking sexy. And there's one scene where uh, her and Ed are fighting, and like after whatever, after the fighting, like they're on the ground, and I forget what how how the scene cuts, but you realize like his hands on her tit. And then he gets all like he gets all nervous about it, and she just kicks the shit out of him. It's really good, but yeah, we've been watching uh, Game of Thrones. But then okay. we've also been watching that because I never saw Game of Thrones. She watches that. That's fucking shit's amazing. You are enjoying that, cool. Oh fuck, saw the best. Joffrey's wedding was the best fucking. thing. Was that the red wedding? Is that what oh, that was? No, 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 okay, that's no, that's the red on. wedding. But yeah, no, that was fucking crazy. That was like fucked up. But Joffrey's wedding is the greatest. Oh my god, and I. I still, still hate the character, like, but there was a couple things he just did towards the end that just cracked me the fuck up. And he always did, like, he always had this awkward, like, smile whenever he did something that he was proud of. <laughs> right. But it was like he wasn't sure if other people liked it, so he always had this weird, creepy, like, smile on his face. It was the best. <laughs> it was the best. Like, that kid that's got to uh, look around and, like, he's he has to see if it's safe to laugh here. <laughs> yeah, did some fucked up shit. Like, got the new Rider Reacts. It's fucking right. amazing. Where's, uh... Or is that too bad? Slambo's not here. I like when he gets all. What do you say? He gets all like uh, nervous and shit. Yeah, homophobic. So definitely. <laughs> Whatever it is. is. Like, no, they all make him nervous. Though, he says. Oh, really? Where's uh Rider reacts? Yeah, here's the new Rider reacts to Urban <laughs> Now it's time for Writer Reacts to Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Hi there. It's Writer Doll. 
This is Writer Reacts to Urban Dictionary. So let's jump right into our word this week. <laughs> Tonight's term from Urban Dictionary is princess parts. Princess parts is a noun spelled P-R-I-N-C-E-S-S-P-A-R-T-S. Princess parts. <laughs> Our first definition of the term princess parts is the vagina or female parts. And our second definition of the term princess parts <laughs> is the vagina, pussy, or cunt. <laughs> We're going to use the term in some sentences to bring it to life. Sentence number one. Oh my, I have to shave my princess parts. <laughs> Sentence number two. Second sexy. My princess parts are tingling, daddy. Hmm. <laughs> Pouts. <laughs> and a sentence. And number three. Princess. Daddy, can I please touch my princess parts? So fucking hot. Daddy. You know the rules. Only daddy can touch your princess parts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so some of you might feel uncomfortable right now. But let me put you at ease. My pussy's really wet. <laughs> Actually, that probably makes a lot of you more uncomfortable. So, I've never called my private parts princess parts before, and I probably won't, to be honest with you. I thought she was going to say she was going to start using that one. It doesn't really roll off the tongue, I guess, like pussy or any other cute term you might use to refer to that pretty little spot between your legs. But... Uh, I like the sentiment of this, which is very kink-friendly to the BDSM world of daddy and little girl. Daddy Dom, little girl, or known in the kink community as DDLG, if you ever see that abbreviation. FYI, that's what it means. Daddy Dom, little girl. So I think this is kind of a good opportunity for me to use the Robin Slim Show as a platform to talk about this because it's a really, really common and popular fetish that is taboo, but there's nothing wrong with it. Some people misinterpret this kind of play, this kind of role play as something um, bad, you know, like guys being attracted to children or something. But I just want to point out that um, Daddy Little Girl Roleplay is consensual between adults. There's no children involved. And I think that it's really important to get that across to people who feel uncomfortable about this. Um, there's no confusion about that. <laughs> I 
have and will continue to call guys daddy. And it really turns me on. There's like no world of confusion between my feelings for someone that I'm referring to in a sexual way as daddy to that of my real father, who I have a great relationship with. I don't have daddy issues, guys. Guess what? Not every girl in sex work has daddy issues. I don't want to fuck my dad. There's no confusion there. And the guys that I have referred to as daddy, they know that I'm over 18. They know that I'm consenting adult to a cute, playful, daddy little girl relationship. Um, I don't take it to an extreme where I'm like playing dolls and, you know, or like where I live my everyday life as though someone's in charge of me. Yeah, that's too much. That's just not me. Mm. I personally am just <laughs> into that as a role play. Yeah, those lifestyle fetishes are weird. Yeah, that is. It's like it's way it, too far. Taking it over I don't know. The there's line. there's some that definitely go to an extreme, which is fine. I don't shame that. That's just not my thing. But yeah, let me role play being little naughty girl with my little cute private princess parts between my legs <laughs> that only daddy gets to play with <laughs> fuck I think it's really hot and there's a lot of guys a lot of guys into this um, if you're into this I can help you out with that if you call me on iwantphone.com yeah Call me and I want phone. <laughs> and we'll do some daddy little girl role play. Um, but again, consenting adults. So now that I got that out of the way, I mean, I think the term itself is really prissy. I would never be like, oh, my princess part. Like, I prefer to call it my pussy. Um, I like to refer to it, like, in sexy talk as, like, my little pink slit. <laughs> and when I'm <laughs> fucked, I will definitely drop the C word. 100. No problem. Love it. Call That's it my hot. cunt. That's fine. So <laughs> Although, I do love the definition that says princess parts is it's a vagina, pussy, or cunt. <laughs> it just seems so silly to um, refer to something that's so adorable sounding like princess parts. As your cunt. Some I would only do that are cunts. actually <laughs> while getting fucked. Um, otherwise, I reserve that word for stupid bitches who I hate. <laughs> Fucking cunts. <laughs> like the type of bitches who would be judging me right now because I like to call my man daddy. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you think. I'll call him daddy all day. And he'll call me his little girl. And you're a fucking cunt. Probably nobody wants to play with your princess parts. That's why you're jealous. That's amazing. Well said. Fuck yeah. You know what I think would be a really cute name is my princess Peach. <laughs> I would definitely call my, my princess Peach. 
I mean, I do like the it's idea me. of like, referring Goomba. to it as something royal. Very high. Yeah, it's Goomba. I'm going to put my Goomba in your princess people. Elite. And then he goes, I'm going to Bowser all over you. Because not everybody's getting access to my princess parts. I don't know. It's kind of catching on now. Your Goomba. Maybe I do like it. <laughs> I'm sticking with Princess Peach, though. So, ladies, do you call your private areas princess parts? Probably the not. I have a feeling the, the guys I, or the people. I, I don't, but I should start. <laughs> this I really should start. Probably um, are thinking about, like, really stuck-up girls who aren't letting you get between their legs. So I almost feel like it comes across more as like something you'd say about some uppity bitch who is like too good for you. You'd be like, oh, she's guarding her princess parts. They're so precious and special. But unless you are like deep in BDSM and the whole daddy little girl thing, you're probably not referring to it as that. <laughs> And if you are, more power to you, as long as you're consenting adults. And it's a mutual understanding that only daddy gets to play with your princess parts. <laughs> All right, I am Ryder. You can find me on RyderDoll.com. Till next time, I'm gonna go play with my princess, Peach. <laughs> See ya. Are you going to play with your Goomba? <laughs> Goomba started jumping. Goomba started jumping. I don't think they jumped, though. Mario jumped. Yeah, Goombas don't jump. Yeah, Goombas don't jump. I thought, oh, wait. In, yeah, no, Goombas yeah, don't jump. Yeah, but in Mario just, 64, they'd hop at you, though. Uh, yeah, there's Maybe. certain, like, retarded versions of that. Like, <laughs> retarded like, versions. Wing and, like, fucking. Oh, yeah, right, the, the flying, flying ones. ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't have a flying Goomba. <laughs> <laughs> well, then who would want to do anything with that Goomba? You got a boring Goomba. Oh. Yeah. Got scabs on your Goomba? <laughs> no. It's not a fire Goomba. <laughs> might have chiggers, though. <laughs> what? And they might body have, cramps? <laughs> they might have worked their way up my uh, ankle and... Uh, and just yeah. all over your ball bag? Yep. <laughs> is that a thing? Like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiggers, chiggers are real. <laughs> yeah, chiggers are bugs. Yeah. yeah, but do they get on your oh, dick? Yeah, dude, like, don't get oh, they get on his dick. <laughs> I never they had fucking... chiggers. No, I always get either. them, like, I've gotten them, like, on my ankle. Like, that's it. Like, I've I had them. Like, just because that's what you I, get in I, fucking Tuckerton. Got them right here. He's showing your chiggers on your dick. I see your chigger, mate. It's, like, right there. That's not your dick. No, no. But I see that. Yeah, it's right on your fucking knee. It's disgusting. I'm just hoping that they don't kiss it for him kiss <laughs> no i'm not gonna uh, kiss this chigger bite where's your burger smoothie i want the i want the drizz oh, that's right i gotta do a burger I drizz smoothie. To kiss. did you get a ebola ebola oh did i get a ball yeah no i didn't get a ball uh, no. you're gonna prove it to me we already proved it to you because uh no, with yeah the they did, or... but i i haven't been i haven't seen it yet <laughs> well but uh, you said that because they they knew that they oh, knew a guy that knew a guy. Yeah, that they know were... shit. You don't. Oh, so I had to get a bowl to prove to you that a bowl exists. Yeah, that's the only way I'm gonna make a believer out of you. I already believe, but I don't believe you. <laughs> like, I believe them, but they I don't believe you. Right, and so in order for you it. to believe me, I gotta get a bowl of myself. Yeah. All right, I could do that. Yeah. Slambo, you're gonna drive me to uh what where gotta, is it? Where's Ebola? I, I gotta take Africa, you to, I gotta take you to the Congo or something. The Congo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna break and do that. All right. Hey Congo. guys, I'm going it's to the Ryder Congo. Doll. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. 
With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. What's going on? What is up? Yo. Slambo's been prepping. I saw him on, in, uh, on the, the group reading some stuff. Just, yeah, it's just Driz on the song, I think. Okay. I figured we'll do that. Too many in the bedtime story. Driz uh, <laughs> sings the hits. I saw the bedtime story post. That's a good one, right? <laughs> oh, I didn't even read the title. I'll wait. Uh, well, my surprised. dad's been watching, tuning in for the bedtime story. Oh, that's story. great. That's what, <laughs> your, oh, yeah. what your father should be checking out. How does out. he know when it's on? He <laughs> just catches it, like, randomly like, when he's surfing. Chiggers? Yeah, yep. <laughs> just, just like chiggers on your dick. Like running, <laughs> stories like running, of Ron Burlington. Like running through the woods naked, and the chiggers just—they just, they just chop away you do. on you. You just run. So <laughs> you gotta do when you're slambo. I kill deer with my bare teeth. <laughs> your bare teeth? Yeah, my bare teeth. Where do you keep those? <laughs> My very oh, I thought you had actual bear teeth. You, you ripped out of a bear. Oh no, I I, I need. He's not that uh, badass. <laughs> He's close. No, but... I'm, I'm, wor- I'm working on that. I'm working on that level. Are you dangerous? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now it's time for Driz sings the hits. XO Tour Life Is that a fucking heart emoji or something? By little Uzi Vert You alright? I'm alright I'm quite alright And my money's right Yeah Counting dumb bands all way to the top Till they be falling over Counting dumb bands All my way to the top Till we falling over I don't really care if you cry on the real, you should have never lied. 
Should I saw the way she looked in my eyes. She said, baby, I'm not afraid to die. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. Phantom, that's all red. Inside all white. Like something you ride a sled down. I just want that head. My Britney got mad. I'm really her man now. Everybody got the same swag now. One way that I trap now. Stacking my bands all the way to the top. All the way to my bands falling over. Every time that you leave your spot. Your girlfriend called me like, come on over, Driz. I like the <laughs> I like the way that she treat me. Gonna leave, you won't leave me. I call it that Casanova. She said I'm insane. Yeah. I might blow your mind. I might blow your brain out. <laughs> Zanny, numb the pain. Yeah. Please. Zanny, make it go away. I'm committed. Not addicted. But he keep controlling me. All that pain, now I can't feel it. I swear. That is slowing me. Yeah. I don't really care if you cry. On the real. You should have never lied. Saw the way she looked me in, the, in my eyes. She said I'm not afraid to die. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Yeah. All my friends are dead. Yeah. That is not your swag. I swear you faking. All these niggas want to take my cake now. Radar at the store. Radar made something. Look nigga, take some. Fast car, NASCAR, race on. In the club, they got no ones. That we were baked now. Clothes from overseas. Got the racks. And they all see notes. You was not a G, though. Look at you stacking all your money. It ain't green, though. I was counting that. And it's not 20. That's a zero. She say, You're the worst, Driz. You're the worst. I cannot die because this is my universe. I don't really care if you cry. On the real. You should have never lied. Should have saw the way she looked me in my eyes. She said, baby, I'm not afraid to die. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. Yeah. It was emotional. That was perfect. Yeah. That was moving. That was bow moving. Yo, I try. <laughs> yeah, I put a lot of effort into that shit. Oh, yeah, that was deep. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Is that me? Head? Is that what we're broadcasting? It's all people can see? What's Just that? The top of your head? Just the top of my head? Oh, no, that's, uh, that's <laughs> something different. That's, Why are you that's, 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 still the top of your head. That's poppy music. That's why. Sloppy? Yeah, sloppy music. That's what oh. it is, yeah. That's what that nah, is. Nah, we don't need that. <laughs> We got uh, too many rapes. I love the seagull. It's <laughs> good stuff. Uh, oh, I gotta open the script. Uh, nice. Too many rapes. How do you say the title, Slambo? It's Rape Mageddon. Rape Mageddon Part Rape 2. Mageddon. Rape me again. <laughs> Rape him again. Rape him again. <laughs> Where's uh, Too Many Rapes? Rape Maroc. <clears throat> you got it. Slim. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, uh, go ahead, Slambo. You can hit the button now. Uh, first, I'd like to say to Robin Slim that uh, with all the allegations out there that the ladies have on Morgan Freeman, I'd like to tell all those ladies with a fine fuck you. Thank you. The opposing armies finally face each other in the middle of Rapesville. Frankie's side appears to have the numbers, but Doc's side has the brainy floating ball bag pilots and a plethora of World War II Nazi technology. It's sure to be an epic battle. crackhead named Brian Rioni was rightfully sentenced to prison for driving while shooting up, getting in a car accident, and raping all the first responders. Today, he's in too many rapes penitentiary. If you need to fuck somebody and don't want to pay for it, look up his personal ad on Craigslist. It's too many rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Uh, Doc, stand down if you know what's be- best, you filthy Hitler, Hitler youth. Do you want to see your girlfriend, Brian, up there bite the big one? Nah, get out of here! You you will bite the big one when I'm done with you, Frankie! Uh, bite on this, you fucking asshole! Yeah, Warden and Daxter. Let's get out of there and fuck up some rape bots. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do, you dickless hood rat. I hope you cunts are ready. I was bone ready! Yeah! And I wanna get that fucking crap back from my missing eye! Yo, if I still had a dick, I'd fuck your eye socket, Warden. That shit is sexy as fuck. Yeah. Yo, hey, fucking Warden. I wanna fuck your eye socket. I wanna stick my big Goomba in your fucking eye socket. I wanna pump it. I wanna pump it. And I wanna jizz all in that fucking eye socket. I wonder if I jizzed in your eye socket, would it cover your brain? Would it be like a brain fall? Like a face, like a facial, but it's a brain shoal? Yeah, brain shoal. Yeah. The Warden and Daxter were so sick of Drizzy's shit at this point. They beat the ever-loving fuck out of him and kicked him in the stomach. As they marched forward and started taking out Doc's rape bots, the teenage mutant ninja gerbils tore out of Driz's asshole. Well, no bunga. That was our clue, Driz. Or did you just eat Taco Bell for breakfast? <laughs> I give up, gerbils. A few weeks ago, I did a sold-out concert. And now people are beating the shit out of me. People are fucking assholes. Yeah. You got it, Driz. That's why we're living assholes. They're much sweeter than people. Why do you think so many people like butt sex? I can't even enjoy that shit anymore since my dick got cut off. Fuck. 
Look out, gerbils. That creepy-ass Shawnee is right behind you. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm gonna squash you, you little ass hamsters. <laughs> well, that's what you think, you fucking cunt. We're the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in an asshole. Turtle power. With lightning speed and razor-sharp reflexes, the gerbil sliced the shit out of Shauna's rape bot. It crashed down into the street below it, leaving a crater bigger than Brian's asshole. A few moments later, Shauna floated out of the smoking rubble. Let's get the fuck out of here, gerbils! This floating, burned-up bow bag looks pissed off! <laughs> The gerbils ran right to Daxter and the warden and jumped up their assholes. Oh my god, Daxter! I just scorched my shorts! Yeah! <laughs> I know, I came too, baby. Look at that sweet splooge stain in the front of my sweatpants. <laughs> Fuck this floating chunk of hubba bubba looks pissed off! Baxter, what the fuck do we do, baby? All I have is these syphilis hand grenades. Fire in the hole! Throwing a second hand grenade at Shawnee completely disintegrated Daxter's big cock cousin. With their newly acquired knowledge, Daxter and the warden ran into the front lines frantically trying to find Frankie and hoping they aren't too late. Are they? Find out next week, same rape time, same rape channel, for the continuation of the epic saga. That's too many rapes. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. Way too Those funny. lines were great. <laughs> Things got way Dude, too you real. need to do a comic. Like, that just has to be a thing. <laughs> oh, just... my God. It needs to be an adult swim show. Fuck. <laughs> There's got to be somebody we can get with that can do a webcomic. That would I be didn't... fucking amazing. I didn't think that was that, like, funny when I wrote it. Like, it was good. Like, I knew it was good, but, like, holy fuck. <laughs> Those lines, I want to fuck your eyes socket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god holy fuck I don't know if we could follow that up what is it? Uh, Ron wanted, can Ron can follow that, not that he wanted to fuck it but that does remind me of Negan I don't know if he did it in the show but in the comic he was like I want to see your fucking eye to Carl like he yeah. made him take it off just so he could like look at it yeah it was fucking it was ugly as hell in the show like it was fucked up looking <laughs> And he was like, he in the comic, he thought it was the coolest fucking thing. Yeah, like, oh, but he too. said he was like, it was oh, it's tough. fucking nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Carl started crying, and uh, then he's like, oh, I forgot, you're just, you're just a kid. Like he's like, it is fucking badass. Like, yeah. There's a uh, bedtime. There we go. I guess leave my mic on for the very beginning too. After it reads the title. Okay. <clears throat> and mute it. All right. Now it's time for bedtime stories with 
Good evening, boys and girls. Yo, what up, Ronnie? How you all doing? Yeah. No fucking great. Well, hey there, boys and girls. Today, we've gonna read ourselves a little novel called, written by some French man. I don't know his name, but it's called Planet of the You Know What. You no, know, I don't. What? What? You know what? what? Are you being racist? Uh, I, I, I didn't say nothing racist now, did I? All right. Let's, <laughs> let's hear this and be the judge. Now, once upon a time, out west, there was a scientist named Spit Johnson who was shockingly smart, but he talked like a real idiot, and he slurped badly, and he spit everywhere every time he talked. He was working on some Alzheimer's medicine and had a whole cage full of monkeys and he injected them with all that shit. And most of them freaked the fuck out. And one of them, he even skull-fucked skull some poor janitor to death. But that lab security guard took care of that business. And it was like that sweet 70s song, Taking Care of Business. <laughs> Every day's taking care of business and Skull fucking overtime. But anyways, <clears throat> Spit was a real tree-hugging hippie, though. And he hit one of his baby monkeys in his man purse and threw it in the back of his station wagon, along with all the drugs he developed. And he was driving out of the parking lot, and his boss told him never to come back. Now, Spit, doing the only logical thing, since he was a scientist and all, well, he shot his old ass, senile dad, full of them medicine capsules, and it fucked them monkeys up. So it must be fine for peoples, you know? I mean, they got pretty much the same parts, bits and pieces we do, them monkeys. <laughs> now anyway, this piece of shit dad actually got better, and that dumb little monkey fuck, well, he got small as shit too from the medicine, and everyone was all happy as shit. And the monkey played, and he learned how to ride a bike, and he played the piano with the old-ass man, and he did some sign language, just like a little kid. But then that imp of a monkey, he done snuck out the house, and some cunty-ass neighbor got all freaked out, so that monkey started slapping him around. So that cunty-ass neighbor, he done called the cops, and spit in the old fuck. They ran over, but it was too late. That little monkey had to go to the pound animal control came now that monkey got all pissed off and spit left him there and he made friends with the other monkeys one of them even had this really sweet shiny red ass i'm you know what happens when monkeys see a shiny red ass they get all fucking horned up but anyways anyways not to get off subject here <laughs> he broke out went back to the house and he stole a bunch of that sweet ass medicine and he gassed all them other apes with it and they all got small as fuck too and meanwhile at home the medicine stopped working on Spit's dad and he was all ill mannered and retarded again just like all the other old fucks you know and anyway that monkey killed people at the pound and he broke out and killed everyone in town then skull fucked Spit until he died and they all high fived Flew, flipped their shit at each other, moved into them woods, and lived happily ever after. The end. And that's the story. That was good. That was awesome. I wonder if Slamo's dad watched that. 
Because he's a master surfer. Yeah. <laughs> he's sure he caught that. Just He knows he's, the he's, exact time, despite the fact it's a different time every it's week. A, it's a different like the best one. <laughs> He just uh, knows. He's like, oh, my son's reading a story. <laughs> yeah, usually I think he catches them after the fact. He should make you like sit at the end of the bed and read them to him like every <laughs> night before bed. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that was fucking great. All right, it's uh, break time. I'm going to queue up all that shit and we will be back with Drizzle News and Celebrity News. Where's uh, oh, I got to go there. Cool. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare. What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? low-cost airlines with one call to low-cost airlines you'll drastically slash your travel costs we're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations where would you like to go london rome costa rica australia wow that's cheap so why wait call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the u.s or international our prices are so low we can't publish them the only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909. You are listening to the Robin Slim Show. Always remember, during an ass rape, use the force. So I just found an amazing fact talking to Slambo on a break that I didn't know because I'm drinking a um this sounds really gay but I'm drinking a cucumber sour, <laughs> this is like a cucumber beer, kind of and and I gave some to Slambo and Slambo was like oh it kind of tastes like melon and he's like did you know that cucumber is a melon I'm like what <laughs> like apparently melon, cucumber yeah. is a melon I never knew that did he prove it. I can prove it. No, you didn't prove it, but what wow. did you say about them cross-pollinating? Yeah, yeah, if so, you plant them in the same garden, they'll cross Like a melon and a cucumber. You get a so red... You put your dick in... Uh, yeah. Gets you get jiggers. a little. You get a little penis-shaped melon. That oh, really you get worthless. like an inbred melon. <laughs> you get a redneck melon. It's, it's riveting. 
<laughs> I thought so. I found it very yeah. interesting. I've never ah, knew melons or cucumbers. Always coming up with the best facts in the world. It's called the Garden Show. <laughs> Definitely uh, that first one. For Ron Lil. Lil. <laughs> All right, stop. <laughs> uh, oh, no, go to the second Lil. Okay, Get the second the Lil. The first Lil. 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 Um, blah, 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 Police. That's a lot. Yeah, I, fi I figured if uh, Slambo had been late and we had to do extra go up, I guess. I'm trying to read. I can't remember all these. What's the, uh, woman, blah, blah, blah. Found, search for police cop faces. Yeah, I guess police cop. Police cop. Yeah, gotta do <laughs> police, police cop one. <laughs> gotta love police cops. Uh, Something, so, someone's talking. Yeah, and coughing. That. Uh, what's that pilot? Pilot assistant. Maybe. What is the American? Note? American. I'm looking. He has a slip the note. Portrait of this old um, I guess pilots. I okay. guess pilots. They all seem very interesting. I don't know. I don't care about that. I just care about what's good for Drizzle News. <laughs> right. What's exciting? And what, what Slambo needs to, to learn about. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, I didn't do that in the right order. This okay. is how I educate myself. Yeah. On what's going on. And melons. I'm very, I'm very isolated. <laughs> no, you know more about cucumbers than I do. I never knew they were melons. Ron, Ron, Ronnie taught me. <laughs> Little Caesar's employee shoots, kills, attacker wearing clown mask. Police say. Little Caesar's employee in Florida took matters into his own hands. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night. When he shot and killed a scissors wielding attacker who was wearing a clown mask, police said. You like the clown dress? Yo, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of like clowns, but like clowns wielding scissors, that just makes me think of like you. that Edward Scissors hand. I heard it was you, and they wouldn't let you drizzle on their little scissors. Yeah, no, I don't wear a mask. I'm not into that shit. I'm not fake. Police responded to the pizza shop in Holly Hill around 11.50 p.m. after receiving 911 calls about shots fired in the location. Mm. When they arrived, they found the alleged attacker laying in the parking lot with a clown mask and scissors on the ground. <laughs> the suspect was taken to the hospital where he later died. Dead a bugger. Now, who the fuck tries to rob somebody with scissors? Civilians showed. Showed the suspect wearing a clown mask approached the Little Caesars in Holly Hill. Holly Hill for the win. Oh. Little Caesars employee, Hyberto Feliciano, 28 years young. Later told police he was closing up the restaurant around 11.50 p.m. When a man wearing a clown mask attacked him. Surveillance uh, video shows the mask attacker began wielding a wooden post at the employee who had just walked out the side door after checking the store security systems. Security system failed that night when Feliciano said the man's man began hitting him with a wooden post. Wooden post with a win in the face and the shoulder until the plank broke. According yeah. to police reports, the suspect has not been identified. Allegedly nailed Feliciano to the ground and attempted to stab him with scissors. <laughs> stab a bunga. Until the pizza shop owners quick thinking saved his life. Good thing he's quick. Are you quick like that, Driz? Yeah, I'm not really quick. I'd be like fucking stunned though. Like that dude beat the shit out of him with a plank and then he was like scissors. Like would you he would fucking prepare. Of course. 
any guy wearing a clown mask got took your dick. Even though Feliciano was being attacked, he's able to pull out a concealed firearm. He uh, has and fires multiple rounds of the suspect. Yeah, I wouldn't pull out. I wouldn't pull out. He pulls out. That's how he lives. <laughs> We're obviously aggressively pursuing this to find out who the individual is, uh, where he came from, and why this attack occurred. Yo, what the fuck is that? They said it was a clown mask. That's, that's a, a fucking mask. clown. That's a human. Yo, I saw a drizzle. That's like a fucking ghoul or something. That's not a fucking clown. The fuck? Is that a little Caesars or something? That's a little drizzles. It's a little drizzle. Google. It's Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google. I gotta show everybody at home that's not a clown mask. That's scary as fuck. I not fucking... Sorry, <laughs> like, with a fence post. Like maybe I a saw the video. It was <laughs> fucked up, bro. Yeah. yeah as soon as he like up. walked out the door, like he started getting beat with that. Dude, fucking... I can't believe they said they, they, he beat him till the fucking post broke. Jesus that's a video. Christ. Yeah, that's wanna... a video. We're gonna pause Drizzle News for a second. Check it out. Check it out. See the guy? Is he at the door now? I think so. I don't know. Oh yeah. As soon as he walks out, right now. Out to close and lock it. What the fuck? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. And then that's the other angle. Okay, so he wasn't even like robbing the place. He just like out of nowhere was like, know. I'm just going to attack somebody. He's going to rob it. Like, what are you going to get out of a fucking uh, Little Caesars? Maybe a couple grand? Like, now you're dead. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Fucking crack, baby. What's the next story? Fine, I'm going to get the keyboard so I can close that out. All right. Here we go. Ah. Uh, Police cop. Good shit. <laughs> Police cop faces murder charges and fatal shooting of a, a brother, an off-duty sheriff's deputy. Yeah, well, if his brother wasn't a piece of shit, he wouldn't have had to shoot him. So you gotta yeah. shoot your brother, right, Triz? Yeah, that's so fucking right. So you gotta all over your brother. Yeah, sometimes your so fucking brother is just... And he's got his bad fucking ass up in the air. Yeah. And he just gotta drizzle all over Yeah, right? sometimes your brother just won't suck your dick, so you're like, fuck you, I'm gonna fucking kill you sometimes now. Sometimes your brother deserves it. Yeah. An off-duty Texas police officer was arrested Saturday in the shooting death of his brother, shooting an off-duty deputy. Deputy. According a uh, possible home dispute, authorities say, well, he should've got out of his home. Yeah. He should've given the cop a home. You're not a real cop. Probably 59 years young, a police officer in stagecoach, stagecoach near Houston was charged with murder and the fatal shooting of his brother 50 years young, Harris County Chef, Sheriff's Deputy Rocky Lee, <laughs> the Montgomery <laughs> County Sheriff's Office said. He Yo, he just fucking killed him because he had a better name than him. He was not charged with capital murder because uh, the victim was off duty. That's good for him, right, Driss? Yeah. Our hearts are broken this evening. Yeah, Harris my heart's County, not broken. Harris County uh, Sheriff Ed Gonzalez tweeted, We're going to be hurting for a long time at <laughs> a squirt. Were you hurting for a squirt? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Authorities say they believe Rocky Lee was checking the welfare of his brother when he was shot several times in a bathroom in the residence. They said the circumstances that led to the shooting were still under investigation. Robert Lee initially reported he shot a man multiple times, saying he believed he was firing someone at someone who broke into his home. Why is the guy on your bathroom then, Driz? No, I don't know. I don't have the answer for that. Why are you shooting all over him? Yo, because you got him. When there's a guy in your bathroom, you just got to shoot all over them. I have a victim who was shot, yeah. and I can't locate him at this point. He could be heard saying, I fired shots into this young man. He's not young. He's old as fuck. And I can't locate him on my property. Yeah, you don't recognize the sound footsteps of your own brother? I'm a police sergeant in, uh, with the city of Stagecoach. This man broke into my home, and I have fired five rounds into him. And I can't locate him at this time. Please be aware 
as you approach. I guess that's what he said when he called them. The Harris County uh, Sheriff's Office later confirmed the burglary never occurred. At the uh, residence of the 26-year-old veteran, the deputy department was fatally shot. There's too many words. Too many words. He proudly served our country for many years. God bless him. Is it the dead one or the live one? Yo, I don't know. I'm confused. One was like Robert and one was Rocky. I think Robert killed Rocky because Rocky had a cooler name. That's all I know. What happened to Apollo Creed? Yeah, I don't know why they weren't there because you would think like Apollo and uh, and Creed would like fucking Guys, save Rocky or something. You don't shoot that guy. <laughs> yeah. New details in a bizarre episode of a flight school. <laughs> in the why is this so. The fuck? Okay. I think we're good. Pilot accused of attacking and kidnapping a student to deport it to China. Yeah, you can't have those fucking Chinese in our state. Police in Northern California have arrested two people after allegedly uh, kidnapping a flight school student and attempting to deport him back to China. Well, sometimes you gotta yeah. send Big Bang home and you might miss his parents. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking right. The victim ultimately- Yeah, we don't want the Chinese here. No! The victim ultimately managed to thwart the alleged abduction by contacting his brother in China, <laughs> who alerted police. Yo, and got like a giant robot and was like, I'm gonna fucking save your brother. In a news release, the Reading Police Department says the victim, Ching Ching Chong, was a student pilot in a local flight school. His brother, Blaine Fu, who lives in Shanghai, said she told him on uh, Friday, is it she or is it he? Told him Friday morning that someone had arrived at his apartment to take him away. Fu Manchu reported the alleged kidnapping attempt to police. Yeah, people gotta stop showing up at other people's apartments. John oh, McConaughey, cool. <laughs> a pilot and instructor at Iasco Flight Training School, is accused of carrying out a would-be kidnapping with his assistant, Kelsey Hoser. <laughs> the two allegedly showed up at she's home. Is it she or is it fucking he? In an attempt to send him back to China. Is that a good attempt or they failed their attempts? Yo, clearly they fucking failed. They don't know how to deport the Chinese. When she refused, McConaughey batted him. Is it him or is it her? And threatened physical violence if they didn't go with them. A police said in a statement, she ultimately left with them in fear for her safety and was transported to the medical uh, Reading Airport to be sent back to China. Yeah, so I guess they fucking China succeeded Baca. because she is being sent back to fucking China or something. All three were found by police at the airport and McConaughey and Hose were arrested on conspiracy and kidnapping charges. Police did not indicate why the suspects wanted to deport she. Because I was Chinese. And she. You the Chinese over here. Who sustained minor injuries told the record search like that he had been in the U.S. for seven months, seven motherfucking months. He said he was frightened by the incident, but grateful the police came to his aid. She had AIDS. The police officer is the best American. Police officer, you best American, she said. <laughs> yeah, so she AIDS. ended up back in China, though, right? So it's all good. Uh. I mean, they succeeded in shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Where's it's all everyday news. Oh. Um, Celebrity uh, news and gossip. I guess M. Uh, Dean. And uh, the one at the top of the. Yeah, I guess. I didn't even know who that was. I had to Google it. Where's uh the intro? Do you know who that was Slabo? 
Oh, no. All right. And so it is. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you today. Eminem, Nicki Mazaj, public flirting continues. Oh. oh Eminem. He looks old as fuck. He looks like yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks older than Jet Li. Yeah, he does look older he's, than Jelly. He does like look he's like he's... AIDS or cancer. <laughs> <laughs> or does. cancer AIDS. Like, he really looks fucking sick. Like. Looks like heroin. I guess all the, uh, the drugs... All the drugs catching all up. All the drugs. Eminem and uh, Nicki Minaj aren't dating, but they're certainly having fun with the idea. Uh, the rapper was headlining the Boston Calling Festival Sunday night when he addressed the rumors and Jess asking the crowd for their approval of the hip-hop stars being a power couple. And it's hilarious. Ooh, what? What? I'm ready to laugh. Oh, you want to listen to this? All no. right. Let's hear it. Just read it. I want to hear it. All right. All right. All right. Nikki almost uh, immediately responded to M's playful display of desired affection on Twitter, saying, uh, "LMFAO." The fact, the fact that he's silly and a goof just like me. Love him so much, M. We need you on the hashtag Queen album. That's where our first date will be at the studio while I gaze into your beautiful eyes as you write your verse. I thought Queen was Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Are they in Queen now? I guess so. I guess they they what what happened to Freddie Mercury? He's dead from AIDS. Oh. They they resurrected him in a secret laboratory. But what? I I don't want them on a fucking. I don't want. So Emma and Nicki Minaj are now queen because Eddie Mercury, Eddie <laughs> Freddie Mercury died Eddie, of age. Eddie of Mercury. Age. <laughs> so yeah, this is getting a little out of hand. Is it? I guess so. Like what? They're just joking around about like dating, like being silly. As reported, uh, Nicki fueled the dating rumors when she replied yes to a fan's comment asking if she and Slim Shady were dating. But then sources close to close to Minaj told us she was only joking. Either way, maybe this will lead to the two making more music together. There's still a couple months uh, before Nicki's new album comes out. Did I heard they? one of her new songs. It was all right, but I don't. Know. So this is so. What's the point? So they're just joking around and like playing a game with like fans. They're just like, yeah, we're dating, but aren't really dating. But TMZ's like, oh, this is like getting crazy. Yeah, we got nuts, guys. Like, what do we gotta do something to stop Nicki Minaj and uh, Eminem from like acting like they're dating or something. <laughs> what do you got, Sambo? What's it? Oh, no. <laughs> He's just waving a wire. Oh, I, I, was just un I was untangling myself. <laughs> You're not tangled. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it, was tangled. it was just like this. It was tangled. No, it wasn't. It's just Slambo has to have something in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Kane goes to bat for James Can Ken? Can? Con! Oh, Con? Is that... James Con defends Morgan Freeman. So wait, wait, go back. Uh, Dean Kane had to defend James? He was defending Morgan? Is that what that is? I just realized that now, like... Oh, okay, yeah. I thought it was just Dean Kane and James Con defending Morgan. No, so James... Dean Kane 
is going to bat for James Kahn, who's defending Morgan. So James Kahn is defending Morgan Freeman, and people are beating up James Kahn. Yeah. Yeah. And people are beating up James Kahn, and then Dean Cain is like, nah, I got your back, James. Going after Kahn. But he doesn't. Kane, Kahn, Morgan. Okay. Kahn, Freeman. (laughs) Dean Kane seems to agree with his friend James Kahn that the world's a strange place right now regarding how men and women interact. And How dare these women be offended they were raped? <laughs> right? God damn it. And also, shares his support of Morgan Freeman. Is that Freeman. Dean Cain? He used to be Superman. Look how fat he is now. Oh, he was Superman. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he was on, uh, what's that one? It wasn't Smallville. It was like, just, it was just Superman. Oh, yeah. It was uh, the lowest. Uh, Lois and Clark? Yeah. Lois and yeah. Hollywood. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what we movement going on. So James Conn came out and said that men can't even hit on women anymore. What, what do you think about that? Is that you're a good-looking guy? You still, you still got the hair. looks. Uh, there's, there's, there's hitting on women and there's going a little too far. Uh, I love James Conner. I think he's a great guy and I lo- he's a good friend of mine. Um, and, and, and he's an old-school guy making an old-school point. Uh, I looked at that Morgan Freeman tape where apparently something... He said something, you know, I wish I was there. T- and it was just ridiculous. So uh, as much as, as victims' rights were very important, and people oh, so the story is great, all right. uh, it's, it, you know, it's a, it's a tough position. I believe, you know, that a, that a man shouldn't be able to go in and uh, approach and go too far. Women shouldn't do it either, and I've seen it go both ways. I think we're at an yeah. interesting point right now. Maybe sometimes it goes a little too far one way. It'll swing back. And we'll find a center at some point in time. He's right. Yeah. I've seen, I have seen, I really the same thing. Thing. I to I've seen the same thing. I'd still talk to her. But so it was just like he, Morgan was flirting with a lady or? It almost sounds like like Morgan was just having, and dare I say what they call it, locker talk, where he's just with the guys, and he was just like, yeah, I wish I was there. I thought he was saying it to a girl, like, you got a sweet ass or something, but whatever, like... We got the four super. uh, I don't even know. I never even uh, saw what the allegations against him were, but that's basically what it said. He just said something. What does the story say? Anything? I'm trying to figure out. Hitting on the opposite sex. I'm clicking on this. Okay, Morgan Freeman misplaced humor, not sexual assault. Alleged victim calls out CNN. Morgan Freeman has issued a second statement responding to allegations he sexually harassed a number of women. This time, saying the incidents were misplaced complaints or humor, and not oh compliments, and and not sexual assault. And now one of the women is calling out CNN for unfairly suggesting she's a victim. Oh, so even the women are like, no, I wasn't a victim. So this is just CNN being fucking vulture. Yeah, I'm saying like you, 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 you. gotta wonder how many of these stories are like really the media just I mean the guy's a sweetheart I mean fuck I can't imagine like and yeah he just basically said something that's that's not Freeman says something to him it wasn't a threat it's not it's not anything bad and for the woman to come out and be like fuck you CNN there's I'm not a victim like Morgan Freeman's cool that's it yeah one of the women is calling out CNN for unfairly suggesting she's a victim wow I am and uh, Freeman says I am devastated that 80 years of my life is at risk of being Undermined. undermined in the blink of an eye. Yes. He goes on, it is not right to equate horrific incidents of sexual assault with misplaced compliments or humor. It's not. It's, it's not. not. That's it's not bullshit. a sexual assault. That's fucking just words, like whatever, whatever. Like, he, he says, like said, um, it's not a threat. It's compliments yeah, or humor. It's just, uh, he says, uh, continue to apologize to anyone I might have upset, however, unintentionally. A woman mentioned in the CNN story, uh, something Martin, what is that? Ty- Ty- Tyra, Tyra Martin. Martin reached out to TMZ and said, Hey, still getting a lot of nasty messages from people who think I am one of the accusers. I'm not, never was. CNN 
totally misrepresented the video and took my remarks out of context. The incident involved an inter interview Martin did with Freeman, where she recounted when I stood up, I pulled my skirt, par uh, part of my dress down, and he did say, oh, don't pull it down now. That's it. He was just being wow. silly. Uh, she yeah. stood up I mean, and shit. pulled her skirt down. <laughs> That's and so is the media who saw this video and they're like, look at him, he's sexually assaulting women, and she's like, no, it was a fucking joke. It's kind of a compliment, too. Like, yeah, like you said, misplaced compliments are humor. That is both. That's both. Compliment, yeah. Complimentary and, and fun. Yeah, that's just silly. Yeah. <sighs> and then, yeah, I guess, like, then, what Slambo was saying, was. like, that's how much, was. There was no, how much no of it really was just, like, the media. Yeah. Is that kind of yeah. like dude, what you were saying? Dude, CNN just, it, oh. they're just shredding their credibility more and more lately. Like, it's, it's fucking beautiful. All right, who's Chelsea Manning? Chelsea Manning posts suicide it, photo. I thought it was I thought it was uh, Brienne from Game of Thrones because she kind of looks butchy. Oh, okay. from Game of Thrones is great, but it's not. Do, do you know this fucking thing? What is a suicide photo? I, I guess she posted a photo of like gonna kill herself. Chelsea Elizabeth Manning, born Bradley Edward Manning. Blah blah blah. Oh, is this a American activist, oh, yeah, whistleblower. Oh, yeah, that's a guy. So, uh, served in the U.S. Army, convicted by court-martial in 2013 uh, in violations of espionage and other offenses after disclosing nearly 750 classified um, and unclassified but sensitive military uh, and diplomatic documents. And, and ba yeah, basically to the Iraqi to the Iraqi forces. Oh, so he, she is a traitor. Could have died for that. Like yeah. it said, it, like, uh, yeah. she did, I forget, uh, seven years in, in a prison. Yeah, but that's yeah. like high treason. Yeah, that's what it said. Like, yeah. he, she's lucky she, she was she wasn't killed. He, she, he, she. whatever. Is, am I the only one that kind of thinks he, she looks like Christian Bale? <laughs> I was thinking Christian... <laughs> no. Mm, yeah. uh, I got a hand. <laughs> Chelsea Manning is physically okay after posting an image of someone standing on a ledge appearing to be on the verge of to jump jumping to, to her like, death. Oh, look at me. I haven't been in the news lately. Oh, whatever. Oh, look at my feet. Look, I'm going to jump. You're not even that close to the edge. Not even that close to the edge. Like, you're clearly at that's, a decent that's enough distance to where... I wouldn't want to be up yeah. there, still, it's... It doesn't look bad. Like, two stories? Yeah, one, two. Probably two, three stories. Yeah. It's enough to, like, uh, be a creepy boy after that. But it's still, like... Or girl. Like, your feet aren't even close to the edge. Or, like, maybe put a toe over the edge and that'd be a little more like, oh, okay, that maybe she was gonna he she was gonna commit suicide but uh, this this was just like you said a nah, publicity stunt yeah, she, she quickly them, deleted sorry. the post which was captioned i'm sorry someone posted on her account early monday morning chelsea is safe adding she's on the phone with friends thanks everyone for your concern and please give he she some space it says he she I'm it's just, a fucking he she some space um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's a publicity stunt that's just wanting attention that's all that is that's disgusting a that's fucking what that is. traitor that's a traitor. Yeah. That's it. That's treason. Manning has had her struggles for years. As you know, she's the whistleblower who went to prison in 2013 for giving government files to WikiLeaks. President Obama commented, uh, commuted her sentence. Yeah. Yeah, there was no further elaboration on what appears to be a suicide photo. It's not, it doesn't even look, it kind of looks like a silly, like, look guys, I'm standing on the, it doesn't even, like, I wouldn't, if somebody posted that, I wouldn't take that as a suicide photo. I don't know. It's break time. Yeah. Hmm. We're going. Wait, is that it? Yeah. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? 
I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Roadkills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee for the editor and creator, Fluffer for Comics Watching Comics, and you're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. Sloppy, we have been married for weeks now, and you're still not knocked up, you slob. I need an heir to my throne. But b- 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 bitches are m- m- more, more, more prone to g- 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 get married if we c- c- come. M- 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 tired, Luke, you haven't made me come w- w- once. That's because you're a real cunt. Maybe if you didn't drink so much, you would feel some sensation in your four-inch clip. Maybe if you learned how to diddly, I'd have some sensation, baby! That is hogwash, woman. The Bible says if the woman doesn't squirt and bear fruit, she should be beaten. Ah, don't have to take this, tired Luke. I'm a strong woman! Yes, you do have to take this. Now bend over, baby. I'm a strong man. Take it! Ah! Yeah! Slurp, 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 slurp. Lick, lick, lick. You're listening to Rob Slim. Neither match the names. Who cares? It's hysterical. Rob and Slim Show. Hey, it's Mike Ricker. Mike Ricker, how you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. We're getting blocked on Facebook, I guess. Yeah, for everything. Apparently, we're music companies and sports companies. Uh, I don't know why. They're blocking our videos, dude. I don't know why. (laughs) Did did you... did you accidentally post uh, something to the effect of God bless America? <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. Because <laughs> God, God bless America is a hate crime, you know. Everything. Everything is. Everything's a hate crime. God bless, sex yeah, is God bless America is, uh, is, is white privilege code for we hate all black people. Ah, that must have been what it was. Yeah. It might have been a story that we read earlier, too, yeah. about... You know, Planet of the You-Know-What, that might have triggered uh, something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my God. <laughs> How you been, Mike? Are we, good. Are we on the air? Yeah, we're live. We're live right now. I think. Awesome, man. Oh, yeah. I just want to <laughs> give you guys viewer, props for all of your, all of your um, most recent success and all of your accolades. And uh, did you guys make it to the finals of the bracket, the podcast bracket? It got shut down. Um, what happened was uh, on the other side of the bracket, there were some, like, some guys who were, uh, you know, up against other guys, and out of the blue, their uh, votes shot up like thousands, thousands of votes, and it was obvious they Watch were buying. Collusion strikes again. It, it was obvious somebody was buying votes, and they shut the whole thing down. But we declared ourselves you, you winners. Have, you, I think what happened is you guys might have posted an anti-Trump tweet, <laughs> and he, he, he said. 
He sent his Russian operatives into motion <laughs> to shut it all to shut it all down. I think so. I think so, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you guys, you have to watch your backs, man. You want to put some watch lists like me? Yeah, we've got to be. We've got to be on some lists. A uh, couple, couple, couple <laughs> dozen, yeah. couple dozen. Every, every list. It's <laughs> a Bolshevik. You guys, are, you guys are a threat to children and puppies everywhere. Children and puppies. <laughs> 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 I think so. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. What kind of world are we living in, man? What kind of world? Mm. It's a weird, different world now. It's, it's yeah, very. You gotta, man, listen, listen, as long as, 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 long as Ryder Dog can help Batman get off every day, it's still a free country. <laughs> I think, too, like, it's, like, it's weird now. Like, we were in a story earlier about Morgan Freeman. It's like, if somebody just feels. That they were violated. It's a. It's an offense. Or if not even that. Or even if somebody this, else this, feels that somebody was. Somebody yeah, violated. that's what yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Then they'll try to ruin I'm your life. I'm offended that that person wasn't offended, and I'm gonna make a a stink. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I, I, I said this. I said this uh, to a friend recently. You the, the the love the amount of love in your heart is judged by the amount of hate in your heart. Yeah. You can't, you can't say you love your country unless you hate certain politicians yeah. or certain celebrities or certain certain people. You can't say you love you know you love uh, you know you love women if you if you you know if you like certain things. So you have to prove you love things. You have to hate certain things. Yeah, and if you don't love it, they're gonna they're gonna kill you. They're they're gonna fuck you up. Oh yeah, no, this 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 man, this man, this man, this psychos, man. Mm. That's there's, there's no there's no neutrality. You can't even just smoke pot in the corner and say just leave me the fuck alone, part my flesh. <laughs> right? Exactly. Mike, where are you calling from? Are you in Brooklyn? I, I'm I'm calling from the inside of my car. Um outside outside the local gas station which looks like something out of the Andy Griffin show. <laughs> oh, it's nice. There's like a a guy, is he is he cleaning your windshield? Is he checking your oil? No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, they, no, they close, they, 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 they close at like six because they gotta go home and feed the, feed the cows. <laughs> <laughs> You're up in the sticks. I am still here on the, on the edge of the outskirts of what's left of America. I tell you, man, if it wasn't for Mariana, I would be on death row. The phone is a little. Uh, I know. I was gonna ask if you could. It's a maybe little a... like garbly, Mike. I, I don't know if it's a reception out there or. How's that? Is that better? The yeah. Much better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was on. Uh, I, I um. I tell you. I tell you how good my life's going. My my phone just got shut off for non-payment, so I had to borrow my brother's Slumlord burner slash. This is my girlfriend on the side's phone, so. I got one of those. You gotta hold it pretty much. I think we all got one of those. I'm sharing this phone with three waiters and two side bitches. You got your brother's naughty boy phone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, if my brother's. If you hear something that sounds like a gunshot, that's my brother's. Father-in-law shooting me in the back of the head. <laughs> is there gonna be like a three-way call with like some side bitch? And this is gonna, this is gonna get crazy. Gonna get crazy. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, Italians, man. Drama follows us everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just happens, uh, man. You can't help it. It's just you. You no, can't help so, it. So, 
So I am allowed to use profanity, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Fuck yeah. Can we can we can we just switch gears for just for a second and just talk about sports for a minute? Sure. We're blocked by sports. Sky sports. I don't know what sky sports is, but they like blocked a, us. That's like a jamboree, like a jumperoo thing. Sky sports. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, indoor bungee jump. I, I, I just, I just have one thing to say. <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. Oh yeah. What do you do now? Fuck Tom Brady, fuck him, and fuck every sports writer who voted for him for MVP this year. Ah. Are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who who, who are the alternatives? When a running back gets over two thousand yards from scrimmage, he is the rightful MVP. Todd Gurley got screwed, and it's more of that East Coast bias. I lived on the West Coast. All of these sports writers, they like to hang out at the Harvard Club. They like to go to the fancy fucking restaurants in New York. They love New England. They love New York. They love sucking each other's asses. And why And why these guys are allowed to vote for the Hall of Fame when they weren't even alive when half these guys were playing? I mean, I mean how much more injustice can I stand? How much more? It's like a good old boys club, like uh, just. It's just, it's just stupid. It's just <laughs> stupid now. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, yeah, he didn't have the best year for a quarterback. Five quarterbacks had better seasons than him. <laughs> That's uh, that is fucking crazy. Shit, dude. Brady's shit. such a I mean, shit, though. I always loved him. And then, and, and then, and then, I turn to TV. He's at the fucking Met Gala. He's at the Metropolitan Museum of Art Gala. Where it's all like you know, it's like Satan's, it's like Satan's fucking uh, Satan's paradise over there. <laughs> <laughs> did you see any? Did you see any of the photographs? No. There was the, 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 every year they have like a different like. You've, you've seen the movie Eyes Wide Shut, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to get you guys in trouble because they're always listening, they're always watching. Obviously, you guys got your Facebook shut down. You know, <laughs> I, I got, I got issues over companies. here. I'm on a, you know, I'm on a burner phone in a cave. But, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I mean, Jesus, man, I, this year, this year's theme was like. Religion and fashion. So it, it was like all these creepy metrosexuals, all of these rappers, like Jared Leto. Did you guys see Blade Runner 2049? No. No. I wanted to, but I did You guys have to see that movie. It's so good. It's so good. Blade Runner. So basically, Jared, Reed, uh, Jared Leto who's always, always plays a creepy fuck in every movie. In this movie, he's a creepy android fuck. <laughs> at, at, the, at the Met Gala, he looked like the character from Blade Runner. The only thing was missing was like, like, like the little like digital things that were like clicking in his eyeballs. You know, the only thing that was missing. They're just, I, I, I'll tell you, man, I don't miss, I, I don't miss showbiz for a second, man. They're just such a bunch of creepy, drug addict, pedophile degenerate. <laughs> and, 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 and Harvey Weinstein, I mean, uh, all these, Rose McGowan, like in your career, you never had a career to begin with, Rose McGowan. Stop it already. <laughs> she was like a B-movie star, kind of like, yeah, she you, was never that yeah. huge. And then she like, married Marilyn like, Manson and just faded into obscurity. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, like, 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 come on, just 
go away. Just go away. Go teach an acting class. Go to Saudi Arabia and bang, bang a prince. Just get off my TV screen. I mean, I mean, I mean nobody gives a shit about Sally and accounting who gets fucking harassed every day, who can't fucking hashtag anybody and tell anybody about it because she doesn't want to lose her job because she's a single mom with three kids. Nobody cares about Sally and accounting. They're worried about poor millionaires who have to blow a guy for a role. They, yeah. yeah. That's the first. That's the first. They got to hire a lawyer. Oh, oh, that's that's the worst. No, you're, not, no, you're not mad. You're not mad that you had to blow a guy for a role. You're mad that you had to blow a fat, disgusting <laughs> old guy for a role. <laughs> it wasn't the guy you wanted to blow for if that Harvey, role. If Harvey Weinstein... Look like Brad Pitt. It would be like, yeah, me too. I fucked Brad Pitt for a role too. <laughs> <laughs> if he was, if he wasn't so fucking creepy looking, there would be no fucking movement. <laughs> oh my god, I think you're you're onto something because like I'm thinking of a lot of the ones I saw and they were like disgusting like either like one of them was a like internet dude that was just like this disgusting fat nerdy guy that like harassed oh, girls no, and, like yeah that's I'm, I'm telling you 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 Hefner died just in time. <laughs> he lucked out. <laughs> he, I mean, if he, had, if he had lived another another couple of years, he would have forget that they'd be outside his house right now, pink pussy hats on. He gave up his soul willingly. <laughs> oh man! <Yeah. laughs> he does. Oh he's man! Like, I'm done. He, he's like, I'm fuck done. this. I had a good life. Man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this circus. Well, well listen, don't let the, don't let the bastards get you down, guys. We just, you know, we, you know, we just keep showing up. You know, that's, yeah. that's how, you know, how's it I, been, I, Mike? I hear, I, I hear white people are making a comeback, so just hang in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, we're gonna be like, just, we're gonna be huddled in like a crawl space. It's just, it's, just, it's just a matter of time before being cool, being white is cool again. <laughs> it's a matter of time. It's been a while. Isn't yeah. it? It's like, yeah, no, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a couple decades, but we're coming back. You I know, think the 80s. Come back. I think the 80s is the last time white people were cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And, 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 and the only reason why we were cool back then is because you started dressing like black people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was it. With, 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 with the MC Hammer pants and, and, and the mullets and the... Uh, and, and the headband and all that shit. That was all that. All, all that fashion was straight out of the movie Breaking. Break, oh, I'm sorry, Break, break In. Break but yes, in. yes. And Crush Groove. But, 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 but yeah, but yeah, Crush Groove, Break In. But I, 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 I did like Break In too, Electric Boogaloo. That was, that was my favorite sequel of all time. That was the hot shit right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Break In to Electric Boogaloo. Uh, and, and one, uh, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We've dated ourselves with that one. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know cool what you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Slim, what about House Party? You know House Party, Slim? No. Oh, oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah, I think I've seen House Party. Slam knows House Party. That was Kid and Play. What? Yeah, house party one, two, three. I think they make five house parties. I was gonna say sixteen. <laughs> the house, the house, 
the house party that the, the, the house party franchise employed employed more unfunny black people than Def Comedy Jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I just committed a hate crime. I accuse black people of being unfunny. <laughs> oh, just so we're just blocked by another music we company. We just got blocked by. <laughs> so, so, Wanda Sykes, you're you're a genius, Wanda Sykes. So you're you're a genius. Can't make fun of one your slash because that's three hate crimes. A black, a female, and a lesbian. A lesbian, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask Mike, I couldn't imagine it, but have you ever pissed anyone off doing stuff? Oh, yeah, he would never. Like, have you ever had uh, a crowd member come at you? No, no, I I was really good at walking that line, man. Just, I yeah. was really good at walking. Listen, I, when you grow up in Brooklyn, surrounded by millions of people that want to beat the living shit out of you for no reason, yeah, you walk right on that line. Oh, wow. It is. It's like survival up there, man. It is like, yeah, uh, you got to know. We grew up in such a barbaric place, mm-hmm. and my kids, like, my kids live, live up here in the country. They have no concept of the barbarity and the filth that I grew up in. It's, it's 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 amazing that anybody would raise children there. You know, yeah. like we used to laugh at the people that we used to laugh at the people that moved to Florida and Long Island like they were stupid, like they left paradise. Your pussies, yeah, yeah. How can, <laughs> how can you leave the neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, how can you leave the neighborhood? You know, this is so, what yeah, matters. We, we, like, we, like where are you gonna find a good slice of pizza? I gotta risk, risk getting stabbed on the subway to the platform every day so I can have pizza. <laughs> yeah, there's no. Are you ever like real like hard on your kids because you had it hard? Like you ever like I don't know like sometimes I'm I'm, I'm just a, I'm, I'm I mean I, I, as you can tell I'm just a neurotic screamer. Yeah. So, Me too. You know I just yeah I just scream at them and you know and you know once in a once in a while like the other day the other day I pretended I was pulling my belt off. And they really bought it for a second. They really thought I was going to beat the living shit out of them, which was kind of cool. <laughs> Did they call you out afterwards when you didn't, though? Like, because, yeah, like, my no. kids will straighten out for a second when I kind of, like, try to threaten. But I, I don't even do that anymore. Like, it's like, I don't even know. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't know about your wife. My wife is really good at, like, subverting everything I try to do. Like, it doesn't matter what I say. She will say, like, like I was just oh. I was just out of town for a couple of days, and I got back to town and my son was being a little my 11 year old was being a little pain in the ass and and he, he wasn't he did something wrong and my, and my and I yelled at him my wife says oh daddy's just stressed out because he's been gone for a couple of days he needs to like readjust to being a parent again it's oh, his problem no. not yours yeah, yeah no, I'm divorced you don't right. gotta listen to daddy that he's that just that stressed that out that is such a subversive <laughs> yeah subversive Man-hating twat fucking statement on so many levels. Did you? So many levels. Did you just approve a point like just punch your wife in the face and be like, "This is what I meant, kids." No, 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 you don't do that. That's why I'm single. My wife. Every time my wife pisses me off, I get her pregnant again. I'm divorced, Mike. You want to be? You want to be a douchebag? Here's nine months of chronic back pain. <laughs> here's, here's, here's nine months of, of, of pissing yourself every time you cough. Take that, you bitch. And I know God is on my side because I, I have four boys and one girl. Uh, not only fuck, 
Oh, so God only fucked me over once. I love my daughter when she's sleeping. <laughs> How old is she? Because I know my brother-in-law, when his daughter got to a certain age, it was like, oh, my God. I don't know if it was yeah, like the early teens. Yeah, from, like... yeah from, no, from eight to nine, like, like, they, like she flipped like a flip the switch. Like she went from being adorable to being a total carbon copy douchebag. <laughs> junior version of her mother <laughs> they get really difficult for a while yeah but no but but now it's, it doesn't get any better from here it's over it's like i had eight years of cute cuddly daddy's little girl and now the next ten, now until she moves out it's like you know just pissing and moaning you know i think yeah once, once they get to their 20s then they'll, they'll they'll calm down a bit i don't know i was i was uh crazy probably from like i don't know late teens to like early 20s I want to say like I hated my parents I didn't know anything right and then later I had kids and I'm like every everything my parents did was right like they were right oh, yeah. I was the idiot oh yeah but at least at least your, your your parents were allowed to discipline you you didn't like go to school with a bruise and then the teacher called fucking uh, child services on you yeah yes that's another thing yep you can't you can't even this is, can't even this wink is at them hard crazy crazy shit man this yeah. is like you know I mean it's 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 fucking crazy, man. I've seen it's like really, articles where it says like, yeah, your kids resent you if if you smack them on the butt. Like, wait, what? That's I oh don't, yeah. yeah no. I don't resent my parents. Yeah. Like, my, I think no. my dad used to take the belt to me when I got crazy. Not exactly. that I ever think I mean, of that. It's a, but... a no brainer. I mean, I, I mean, you wonder why things are the way they are right now. I, mean, I straightened I mean, the fuck out after that, man. Yeah, I I just I just. I just oh, yeah. behaved. I uh, just no, 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 no. If you no, if you hit if you hit your kid, it's violence. But he could go. He could play fucking Call of Duty in his room for nine hours and kill all his classmates. Yeah. That's not violent. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. I can't hit my kid with a belt, but he can watch. He can, he could he could he could blow up terrorists for nine hours in his room. Yeah. And finally snap and kill everyone. Yeah, he can take headshots all, all the fucking time and he's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, 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 that's another thing. That's, 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 yeah, you, that's wholesome. Do you ever that's, remember, that's, Mike, do you ever remember a school shooting when we were kids? Never, never, man. No, no. Not till the no, 90s. Never. It wasn't even. Well, I mean, listen, listen, the drugs, I mean, I, I know I know Roseanne Barr did that because she was on Ambien, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, I'm a, how many people did she fuck out of a job? That's the best. What did she the do? Is... <clears throat> no, it's so it's so funny because every cast member today threw her under the bus on Twitter. Like they threw oh. her right under the fucking bus. <laughs> did you see any of that today? No. What she happened? Went she, she went at it with like Michael Fishman today on Twitter. He was like, you know, he's like, you know, like throwing her under the bus. And he said, like, he said something to her, like, you know, I don't, could, you know, for thirty years, you, you, um, you were like, you know, a pioneer in women's rights and 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 helping people. But I can't, I can't, I can't stand behind what you said and 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 what you did. I just can't stand behind you. And she was so disgusted. She just tweets back, "Just leave me alone." Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. That's what did awesome. she say though? What yeah. was what, what sparked everything? What's she, that? What did she say in the first place? No, the whole the, the whole Valerie Jarrett thing that got the show canceled. Uh, you know, now all these, these listen, these, these all the all the people who played her kids, they haven't worked in how many years? They were like, holy shit, I can get out of debt now. I can clean up my credit. Yeah, I can have a career. I can have a career again. They're gonna yeah. renew us. 
And now they're right back in the fucking trailer park, right after uh, she did this. Now, so, like, you know, like, like, what did she say though? Like, Rob like, and I are out of the loop. Yeah, here. Like, I haven't even said no. I don't even know what she said in the first on the show. Oh, oh you don't know why she why the show got canceled? No, no. I, I didn't. I didn't check it. I know you guys are underground, but how fucking underground? <laughs> no, 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 no. She <laughs> said this is what makes us unique. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're, she we're, said we're, something about like. I'm not sure who it was, but she said she, she looked- said, She said, she said that President Obama's top White House aide, Valerie Jarrett, the woman that was yeah. his, like, you know, his chief of staff, was a baby born, conceived out of a, a relationship between the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's. Well, but did she do this live? Did she do it live? She's one of the last people on earth to know what happened. Wow. So she she did said she this it? on the show, or was like, it just was like a this, Twitter thing? Was it a live thing on no, the show? I was on. I, you know what's so funny? I was in my car and I was looking at my Twitter feed, and and it was early in the morning, and she was going off, and I said to myself. Either she's been up all night on coke. I really, I really, the things that she was tweeting out, it was a whole random series. She was going after Clay and going after Soros and going after Obama and going after the deep state. She was on a tear at like 7 o'clock in the morning, which is like 4 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. Yeah. So I was saying to myself, I'm, I'm saying to myself, she's got to be on coke to be like saying this crazy shit right now. Like, 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 like what so, the hell are so you was, doing? Like, it was on Twitter then. She didn't a, say on the show. She just like, yeah. Yeah, oh, 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 no, no, she just, she just, she just, she just literally scorched the entire earth. On Twitter. <laughs> what she said, what she said yeah. about Soros, I completely fucking agree. Of course. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. What is, who is, <laughs> what is a I mean, Soros? But that's, but that's just like, you know, that's like, that's, that's, that's just generic compared <laughs> to what you said about what said about. Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> that was pretty, it was, it was a low blow. It was, it, 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 it was, never, never, never mind her show being canceled. Her life is going to be canceled. Yeah. You do not want. You do not want to be sitting next to her or, or, no. or having dinner at her house when they come to kill everyone. <laughs> you're gonna be. You're gonna catch fire. She, it doesn't be next. Oh my god. She is gonna die. The most. She's gonna die the most gruesome accidental suicide that anyone's ever died from. <laughs> she uh, is gonna have the worst accidental suicide ever. Mike, we gotta wrap this up, dude. But I, I my mouth hurts from laughing so hard. Hey guys, hey man. Uh, hey, uh, listen, I'll send you. The, I'll send you the bill. Don't even worry about it. All right. <laughs> I love you. Where can everybody yeah. find you? What's that? Where can everybody find you? Well, I'm underground now, so I have to find you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll be blocked I'm, together. I'm, 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 I'm hiding from my ex-podcast partner who wants to kill me because I told them that, you know, maybe we should, like, do some live shows since they want to pay us for it. Well, holy shit, we just got blocked by Roseanne. How did that happen? <laughs> Man, it says Mike's ex-podcast host. I don't know. Yeah, listen, listen, if you're blocked by Roseanne, that means you're not on the NSA hit list. That's a good thing. <laughs> So, All right, brother. Well, 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 congratulations on getting blocked by Roseanne, and uh, <laughs> I hope to see you guys back on Facebook again soon. And uh, you know, I'm on Twitter just kind of <laughs> just spewing, spewing, spewing random shit now. But I'm going to start re-releasing some new podcasts with a new cast, 
some of the old guys are still here. We're going to re-release some new stuff and some old stuff. And, uh, you know, I'll keep you guys in a loop, but I'll stay in touch. And I always appreciate uh, you guys reaching out to me. And uh, hopefully we'll get together in, 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 in your place. So, down, you know, I'll take a drive down there this summer and uh, hang out with you guys and, uh, you know, do it, do, it, do it live in the studio. That'd be great, brother. Mike, right, Mike Ricca from Three People Like This. Thank you, Mike. Hey, guys, stay, stay black, okay? Stay always. blacker. <laughs> always. Uh, white, 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 white power. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Black power. <laughs> black Panther. Yeah. No, I said white, white power. W- oh, okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. Yeah. Just, just thought you were trying to betray us. Or... <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and if you need to know what's going on in, in the CIA, the FBI, and everything else, just watch The View, because that's where we get our news from now. I was going to watch Roseanne. <laughs> there you go. All right, you guys. See you, Mike. <laughs> Later, Later, Mike. You guys. You too, brother. Right. <laughs> I'm going to play some sauce because he's not going to block us. Yeah. Sauce. Hopefully not. No, I hope not. If we get uh, blocked by sauce, then I'll. There's a problem. Then yeah. I'll know. We got to just quit the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Slambagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or a little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. A music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because uh-huh. I'm a dash of Adam Driver Makes a coupon set Matt's a dapper dude Dashing but a poobar mess Ew. Give me a beat Give me a pen and a pattern Then who got next? Me, you got teeth Coming after you Like you was a nest And never deceive When I'm rapping I'ma do it for next I cannot believe What some veterans To do for a check Because I'm a beast And I'm better But I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk Wonder what's my pitch to be an internet sensation I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest of the doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out and expectations. Lower your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that ain't, ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. That ain't worry because you're sure that a rapper spinning verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass. Sure, yeah. Oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Like everybody got to pat you on the back, but alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com and start listening today. Yeah! Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. And when I'm not avoiding strangers' eye contact on the subways of New York City, I'm listening to The Robin Slim Show. Hello? Hi, Escalante. Yes, sir. Escalante Lundy, this is The Robin Slim Show. We are calling you uh, live right now. Oh, how you doing? I'm glad to be on. Great, great to have you on. You're an actor and a producer from L.A., correct? No, I'm well, from Louisiana, not L.A. Oh, not LA, that's, I, saw, I, saw, yeah. I saw Louisiana, and then it's a comma L.A. I didn't know if there was a, a city in L.A. named Louisiana. Louisiana. No, no, New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, okay, okay. Are you? Are, is that where you are right now, or are you in L.A.? Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I'm in Los Angeles. No, no, I'm in... Um, New Orleans right now. Okay, 
cool, cool. Gotcha. And you are most known for your role as Big Fred in Django Unchained. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, I guess I am. Six years going strong. <laughs> yeah, man. That that, that was, uh, if anybody doesn't know, that was you were the Mandingo fighter that was yeah. in the fight in the parlor and, and killed the other guy. And that was just such a... Such a strong scene, man. It was it was kind of hard to watch at times. Yeah, that is a tough scene, Mike. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. And then the funny thing is, that's the rated G version of the scene. We took we shot that scene for two weeks, and it's a lot more than than what was shown on the screen. So, uh -huh. uh, yeah, it was, it was a it was a tough scene to do. Especially that it it went that long of a filming. Was was it uh, really demanding on you as an actor? Well, I worked for three months um, on on that film, and it's the longest I've ever worked on one project. Because uh, I would say probably forty percent of the movie that, that we, forty percent of the scenes that we shot were probably cut or not shot at all. Um, so yeah, it was it was demanding as for that scene was demanding because, like I said, that fight scene took two weeks, and there was other scenes that I did that didn't make the final edit. Wow! Uh, but but it's the best film experience I've ever had in my life so uh, so I'm very appreciative of it just what? the cast and, and just I, I would think working with Quentin would be amazing yeah 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 the, the Quentin is um, he's like he's almost bigger than life because when he's when he is when he's on the set he's the star yes everybody could be could be replaced except him <laughs> yeah, he, he's amazing yeah I was just curious to like what um, caused that scene to take as long as it did to shoot well he shoots a lot um that's, that's the bottom line he he shoots a lot on every scene just to get the so best it's, it's more of a like result. he's just not happy right away like he's just like no we got to do it again but, uh, yeah but it, the difference he shoots every conceivable angle that you can think of oh, and, so, and also the, the, uh, the distances he shoots you know the master and he comes in closer in increments and it shoots wow. different angles from those increments. So you may shoot a scene and never shoots just, he never shoots a whole scene at once. He'll shoot parts of it. So you may do a scene a hundred times easy. Wow. Um, that particular fight scene, it was a two rounds fight. So you don't, you don't see the part in between when we, in, the, in the corners. And it was much more bloodier than he shows. You know, you just don't see the whole thing. And, there was other scenes like in the film actually get killed in the movie, but they cut that scene out. Um, there's a lot of other scenes that other actors did that got cut, but they could actually make two movies. Um, wow. But he just, he just shoots a lot because he doesn't, you know, he's, he doesn't want to miss anything. And he, he had, probably has a vision that's so encompassing. He shoots everything he thinks about and then eventually have to get it down to be able to watch. But um, he just shoots a lot. Does anyone ever get mad at him? Is anybody like, Quentin, the 45th take was fucking fine. We no, don't have no. to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, the, uh, the studio probably does because it costs money. It costs money. <laughs> Every day you're on that set, you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I remember, um, I remember when I met, I remember when I met Harvey Weinstein. Um, I think the film originally cost 90 mil and then we, we actually spent 100 mil. So he was he was shooting a lot, and I think I remember Harvey coming on set um, one day. And the reason I heard was because you know it was going to starting to go over budget. Yeah. So, um, but you know, but when you 
in his, in his position, he just wants to shoot what he wants to shoot. You know, but if you're a studio, you're looking at it from a financial position. Yeah. But I think they made their money back a few times over. I think they should be okay. I think so. I was going to ask you, too, um, just as being um, in the time we are now, and that being such a strong movie, do you ever think we'll see another movie like that made? Yeah, good question. A good question. Um, yeah. I don't know, because the thing that he... The thing that he was able to do, um, like if you saw 12 Years of a Slave compared to that movie, the, the, the main difference was the humor. Yes, to be able there to do was a movie, humor. Yes, yeah, a movie just... with that. You can make a movie that shows um, the realism and uh, atrocities and, uh, you know, slavery. And there's no nice way to sh- do a slave movie. Or you can just do a comedy about slavery. Yeah. But to, to infuse comedy in a movie about the reality of, of, of a period of time uh, wow. like that. It was, I think that's the uniqueness of it. I, was, I felt so weird. Me... I was in the theater watching it um, at the time, and um, I didn't know if I should even laugh at the humor. And then uh, a black couple in front of me were laughing, and I'm like, okay, cool. Because I, 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 my instinct was to laugh, but I'm like, I don't know. Is this something I should be laughing at? And I, yeah, well, I was like, yeah, yeah. I think that's the reason why people can watch it. Because I watched 12 Years of a Slave, uh, a couple of times, but I watch certain scenes I can't watch, and other yeah. scenes, most of it I can. Whereas Django, even though there's, there's not a lot of, there's a few scenes um, that are pretty, but they're, they're, but the humor kind of, kind of, I guess it kind of balances uh, uh, it out a little bit, um, where you're able to digest it a little easier than if it was just, just a, a purely documentary style about slavery yeah uh, so I think because of the way that the, the way that he kind of crosses uh that that humor and drama uh he kind of weaves it together it makes it a little more palatable and yeah. it's almost like a weird to say but almost like a superhero film right exactly it's like um uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's, 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 I guess that's that's that part because you got this this person that, that that's basically at the bottom rung of society and yeah. and and moves up and becomes a hero at the end. Yeah. So um, so and it's just a twist. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of things in a movie that's that's very unique. Yeah. But that's intriguing to you. So the the I guess the plot in a way overcompensates to. Uh, to, to, I guess, the landscape of the movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, um, Escalante, I, I know we have a lot of things to cover. I wanted to ask you, too, um, is it true that you only started acting because you were a producer and an actor didn't show up one day? Yeah, that was... Uh, I, used, I used to live in Sacramento. I was working for the Department of Transportation because my, my background is in urban planning and um, geographic information systems, and I was a licensed real estate um, agent in California when I, I lived in Sacramento, and I had uh, I had a friend that's in the industry introduce me to uh, producing. She used to work for Oprah and CBS and Warner Brothers, and and uh, because I was a project manager, and um, and, I, and she said basically what a producer is, which is just just make sure the project gets done. And I uh, said okay, I'll, I'll listen, and I read books, and but it was just you know in my world. One plus one equals two, but in the entertainment industry, one plus one could equal ten or negative ten. There's no 
there's no formula. You never know if a project is going to be successful or not, no matter who's in it, what's the project, what the project is about, where, you know, it's the entertainment is extremely uh, subjective. And uh, so for that reason, and I didn't really understand, I told her no. Then I met another couple that was friends with my brother, and they were in, in the entertainment industry, and they say the same thing, you would be a good producer. So in the course of producing a play, two days before the play was set to to, um, to show, they called me and they said they needed me in the play. And I'm thinking, you know, they need me behind stage, helping out, you know, whatever. Yeah. So they needed me in the play as an actor. And I'm like, that was so foreign to me. Just like you go, on, you go to Walmart tomorrow and, and pick the guy stocking like shelves. Oh man, I want you to be an actor. And that's basically what they did. And um, <laughs> the only reason I agreed to it was because they need they couldn't find anybody that fit the description of the character in that short period of time. And and um, and then I was part of the production team, so you know, uh, you know, it's, and I'm about man. being an athlete and being playing sports. You do what the team needs at the time. You know, if, yeah. if I'm playing a certain position, sometimes I have to play another position because it's needed. So I agreed to it. So I fly down to L.A. This was like the last, the week before the Fourth of July, the the weekend before the Fourth of July. This was 2005. Wow. And so you know, they're telling me, you know, just that another thing. I agreed, no lines. Take all my lines. I'm not saying a word. I said, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm already scared to death. Yeah. I had never been in a play before. I think I was in one play when I was in seventh grade, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> so I get down there. Um, they tell me, you know, read the stage instruction. Just basically follow um, the, 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 the antagonist, the, the villain's right-hand man. So I just follow him. There he goes. You just stand here. He goes. And, you know, I have, I have to point, the gun, point my gun at somebody at the end. And it's... There's some action I have to do, but there's no line. So during the course of the play, halfway in, I'm just, I'm, I'm up here, I'm listening to these people talk to each other, and, and the play starts to become like it's not a play anymore. It's kind of like it's something that's actually going on. And I start to feel, you know what, I could say something. You know, it can't be that bad. <laughs> Little do I know if I would have said something, it would have been awful. But, you know, I just, in my mind, I was saying, you know, it's, it's not that bad. It's, you know. Yeah. So the play goes off. They say, you know, you look good. You got good presence. You got to think about being an actor. And I say, no, 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 I'm no actor. So, but I did do another play and I did another film, but same thing, no lines. Oh, wow. Know? Yeah. Then Katrina happened. So now it's 2000. I moved back, went back home to help my family. I was 2006. And then that whole year, I just kept thinking about acting. I couldn't get it. Couldn't get it out of, my your, out of your system. Yeah, and I just and so I, I went to uh, I had a friend of mine that that, that has a theater, so I started going to see plays. And I'm looking at these guys up here talking for hours, and I'm like, God, do you do that? So I said, Look, to myself, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for lessons. Uh, maybe I, maybe I do a play or two, and then I'll decide if there's something I want to do. Yeah. So I go for lessons, and he tells me, you know, take this monologue home, come back whenever you want, and and do it, perform it. So I. I'm back in about two weeks, and I do it by like five or six times. He just looks at me and says, I'll let you know if I'm in my class. That was, I know it was bad. But I know, I know now it was, it was awful. <laughs> so about a week later, this is December, the beginning of December, it's 2006. And he said, I come in, I got a, a part I want you to read for. No problems. I come to the theater. And I think it's a little small part, probably a scene or two. Then I asked him, what is the name of the play? He said, The Papaya Man. 
said, what part you want me to play? The papaya man. I say, hold up. If your name is the name of the play, <laughs> that's, not, that's, not, that's not a small part. You're going to be on stage a lot with a lot of lines. That's so everything. Like that. Yeah. Then he gave me the male lead in the play. I'm like, what? <laughs> I have one day experience. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and I, and I want to say no, because I know I'm not ready, but I'm saying that, you know, just... If you don't do it, you're gonna be wondering if you could have done it. So I said yes. I show up the next day for rehearsals. I come out. My first line is "Good afternoon." I don't know how I said it, but it was so bad. He told me I sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, <laughs> like I went out, came back again, like about five or six times. And so I said, you know what? You just you need to get somebody that's an actor. I'll still come every day, do whatever you need, but you need an actor. And I could learn, and then maybe the next play I'll do. He said, okay. I come back the next day. He said, you know what? You get your butt back up there. And 30 days later, good afternoon. And that's how I got started. Cool. That was uh, January. It was the first weekend after the first weekend in January. Uh, that's my 2007 when my acting career started. So it's 11 years now. Wow, congratulations. I want to talk Thank to you, you too, Escalante, about the, the, the current movie. You're, uh, you've been in um, Attack of the Southern Fried Zombies. Yeah, that was fun. That uh, was fun. You played Ed Nelson. I want to ask you what that character in the movie was. Ed is like, Ed is like the um, reluctant hero. You know, Ed is a guy, you know, he, he, he believes in, in, in you know, he, he's a man's man. He He's responsible. He does what he's supposed to do. He takes care of his family. Uh, you know, he believes in the golden rule. He's, he could always depend on Ed. He tries to do the right thing, even if it's, if it's a sacrifice and the detriment to himself. But if it's for a, a, better, uh, it's for a better purpose or greater purpose, hey, he's all in. That's I, pretty much who Ed is. I don't think and, Ed would uh, uh, survive in a zombie apocalypse. I think you got to kind of be a little dirtier to to get by in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, did, did you see the movie? I did not. I did not. But I saw. Um, I did. Um, I checked out the trailer. It looked great. I saw a couple clips, and I I got yeah, the press release. Yeah, I don't want to give it. The, I don't want to give the ending away. But if you see it, then you you understand who Ed is. If you see the end of the movie, I was going to ask you, did Ed turn, or did Ed did Ed make it, or should I not ask that? No, no. I'm going to see the end of the movie. Then everything I'm telling the you, you understand. Oh, and I understand what he's saying. Okay, and but, um, just yeah. Just to um, sum up the movie, it's about um, it's about um, a plant, I guess, a, um, a pesticide that was used to uh, kill a plant that got into the yeah, food stream is, yeah. and turned yeah, everyone to zombies. <laughs> yes, it's a kudzu, it's a kudzu plant that that grows yes. in the south. Mostly, in the south. I think it was probably I think it's imported from Japan and it grows in the south a lot. It's like yeah. a vine-like plant; it just grows. And uh, the story is about a community that has a fair every year. And Ed is, uh, he has, uh, he has, he sells meat pies and the meat pies eat the kudzu plant. And then, um, the, uh, Ed used the goat, the goat eats the kudzu plant and Ed uses goats to make his meat pies. Oh, okay. And there, there's a company, uh, a scientific company that's hired to try to stop the infestation of this kudzu plant. So they come up with this chemical 
this is to stop the growth of the plant. And but but the but the chemicals affect the plant in a way uh, that if you eat it, which the goats eat it, and if you eat the goats, then you're affected in a certain way. Yeah. Wow. So See, that's that, that... how the movie starts. That's, that's awesome, and that's scary because that's yeah. like something where like that could happen, or like how do we know <laughs> so that scientists aren't just gonna fuck up with something weird like that? Form of mad yeah, cow's yeah. disease gets out there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna say too. Yeah, that, that could happen today. Ebola, salmonella, whatever. Yeah. It could happen. But yeah, so it's uh, so that's basically what happens, and um, and catastrophe strikes, and and his crew are off to save the world in, in, in a way. Nice, and so, uh, uh, it's not a comedy. It's not a comedy, right? But it, it's I I read that it's comedic and gory. Like it's it's a it good was plan. not intended to be a comedy at all. Oh, okay. It was even when we shot it, there was you know it was a thing of comedy, but it I. I, I I had there was a lot of unexpected laughs, so it 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 became a comedy. Um, it became a uh, it became comedic. I wouldn't say it's a comedy, but it's very comedic. Okay, yeah, that's what it said. I I read it said uh, the characters have stuff that's funny, but it's not a comedy. Like there's situations. It's not that a are comedy. Funny. Yeah, just I think because there was just a lot of magical moments. Sometimes when you're on a set. Things just happen. Yeah. Um, things just happen. I think because of the crew and because of the town and because of the cast, um, a lot of things happened that we didn't expect because the chemistry was extremely strong. It was almost like the the whole production company felt more like a family atmosphere. So people felt very comfortable. Uh, there was nothing. You didn't feel like you was constrained in any way. So yeah. people were able to just be. And and that allowed a lot of things to happen that may not have normally happened. So it it just turned out a lot of like I said before, a lot of magical moments unexpectedly happened that we didn't expect to happen. And uh, it turned out more entertaining than than I anticipated. Wow, that's, awesome. that's a that's a great endorsement for for just to hear you say that. That's that's yeah. an amazing endorsement. I wanted to ask you what was one of your favorite things about filming filming the movie. Probably the, the people, the, the 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 cast and crew, because um, um, it was it was in a small town, um, Charleston, Mississippi. I think it's it's, a, it's near where um, Morgan Freeman was born. Uh, but it's a very small town. Now, if anybody knows me, know I love food. So the best thing for me was this restaurant called Mama Lou's, uh, and um, <laughs> because it was like. This lady, her name was actually called the Mama Lou. She was like in the seventies. Man, it was the best food I ever tasted in a long time. I mean, wow. every day we would go there because there, there was a few restaurants, but we would go to one for a couple of days, and then another, and then another one. But then we found this one every day. You talk fried chicken, ribs, uh, fish, greens, sweet potatoes, baked macaroni, cobbler. Mm -hmm. I mean. Every day, all you can eat. Uh, I was on set, and we and the only we thought about when is, when are we finished shooting so we can go to Mama Lou. <laughs> we gotta get so that there. Yeah, my favorite next to next to the meeting the cast and the crew. That was probably the my food. favorite my favorite part of the whole shoot. Oh, that's amazing! It's making me hungry right now. I know. <laughs> I'm starving right yeah. now. <laughs> so good, so good. Oh man. But um, uh, I was gonna ask too. You said it did. It, it filmed there. I was gonna ask if it filmed in Mississippi. 
catch off the Mississippi. It's a small town. I would say probably maybe five thousand people. Um, very nice people, and they were and and the thing about a lot of people to participate because we had we had to have zombies uh, in the movie. Oh yeah. So they were like lined up to That's be cool. zombies. I mean, from the yeah. smallest child to the oldest adult, they were lined up to be zombies. And we also had some some musicians play. It was just, it was a whole community participation project. That's so, awesome. That's the best, the best thing. You know, you, when you get a community behind you, um, yeah. you know, and, and I'm sure they were excited about seeing themselves because most of those, most of the folks there had never been part of a production. Yeah. Film production in their life. Uh, and yeah. that's going to be the only time. And um, to, to see that they were, you know, just to see the jaw on their face, jaw on their face to be, even asked to be part of it and to actually it come through where they got to see themselves on a big screen so that was that was uh, a wonderful moment that is amazing and um it's currently available um everywhere online correct yeah yes yeah i was gonna ask too um if you get your your online entertainment Look for Southern Fried Zombies. Nice. So we, we have to we have to wrap this up, Escalante. But it has been an honor and a, yeah. and a great time talking to you. Um, where where can everybody find you? And where could everybody find um, Attack of the Southern Fried Zombies? Well, I'm on um, Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I have a web page, which is my name: www.escalantelundy.com. And Southern Fried Zombies is on Amazon, iTunes, and anywhere else that you can find it. Anywhere else that you can, people use different avenues for entertainment. So I think it's everywhere. Yeah, I saw so, it was pretty uh, much on all the video yeah. on demand um, spots. Yeah, all the video demands, it's, it's out there. So if you have two hours to laugh and have a good time with your family, check out Southern Fried Zombies. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking to us. You're welcome, gentlemen. You're welcome. Have a great night. Have a good one, man. You also. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Escalante. That, that was, was amazing. Wow. Such a great interview. Yeah, and I, I rewatched the Django scene last night, and it was just like, wow. Just such a Yeah. So interesting to hear that. Scene. That's what Quentin does. I love shoots. that. He don't care. There, Fuck you. I'm, a, I'm running this I'm shooting another this million up. I don't give a shit. And I'll get what I want. Well, yeah, know, that's smart because he has all these options to choose from and can really craft this what, perfect picture. What like, were we that's saying, great. But uh, one of the scenes that really... Oh, shit. Robin Slim Show. Hey, Robin Slim. Is this Ann? Yes, it is. Ann and Dan, can you guys hold on or call back in like five minutes? It's up to you guys. If you want to hold, it's it's fine. We can... We can all, we have no problem holding. Uh, awesome. Oh. All right. We, we, you'll probably hear music and you'll hear Slambo humming and, and all that good <laughs> yeah. stuff. But we will... We, 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 we like humming. Dan <laughs> hums all the time. <laughs> I won't tell you what he hums on, but... Okay. <laughs> we will talk to you guys in a few, okay? Okay. <laughs> hey, Slambo. Yeah, yeah! Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh, yeah, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager. Uh, go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Uh, Gern, Guernica Editions. G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D... 
E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com or Amazon.com. That's a lot easier to find than Gurditions. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby. I'm ordering that right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You're listening to the Rob and Slim Show. Why? I don't know. You could be taking a shit or something. Dan and Ann from Black Law and Legal Lies. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, what's up, Robinson? What's going on, Dan and and Ann? What are you guys up to right now? Wait, we have a special guest uh, also with us. Becky has decided to join the party. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Becky? Uh, Is she she, uh, normally a recurring guest on your show? She's uh, one of our co-hosts, actually. Co-hosts. And uh, first we want to say thank you for all the uh, retweets and likes. Uh, we really appreciate it. No problem. No problem. I, I, I was going to ask, Dan, you are a uh, middle school dropout, and Ann, you're a lawyer. How did you guys meet? Was it in court? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, it was it was that type of setup. It was. So uh, you want to tell the story? Do you want me to tell Man, it? tell it. Okay, so I had a minor traffic citation. Minor. That I decided to fight. So as I'm writing this minor traffic citation. Notice he keeps saying minor. Yeah, it's, it's clearly minor. minor. It's, <laughs> yeah, wasn't that big of a deal. I get it. Very minor. Yeah. Um, you swerved a little. Going... <laughs> you weren't going 70 to 30. A good job. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't doing a good job. Um, and happened to be in the courtroom watching me uh, it, it's the equivalent of a comic bombing on stage <laughs> so and actually stepped in and pulled me out of the the water so and out the fire and i did not get found guilty of that minor traffic <laughs> citation you just reached out to him man and just and just told him what to say and and that you that's amazing that's like a guardian angel yeah, you know, sometimes you just that you know, you know what Superman said, truth, justice in the American way. Sometimes you just gotta slide in like Captain Savaho and save <laughs> Is that how you guys met Becky too? Uh no. Becky actually that I don't even know if we have the time for that. No, that's a whole other <laughs> Let's just say she's my fiance. Oh, congrats, congrats, guys! Yes, cool. yes, cool. And uh, all but, one big happy family. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Dan, I wanted to say too, uh, not to take anything away from you. You are, um, what are you're an IT professional? You are, um, like, um, a music producer type type of guy, right? Yeah, I kind of do a little bit of everything. I am an IT professional. That's kind of surprising when people hear that I'm an eighth grade dropout. And uh, it's like, wow, you're trusted to work on people's uh, (laughs) networks and systems. But um, yeah, I'm a sysadmin, uh, Microsoft Microsoft certified, a bunch of different certifications. And on the side, I do produce music. Was it hard to get it certified being um, being a middle school dropout? Uh, no, not really. It's 
I mean, you just read the book, memorize the answers, go take the test. It's kind of like a driver's license. You have to understand the basic concepts. Wow. But it's like taking a driver's license test. Those certifications honestly don't mean shit in the IT world. Cool, cool. And, uh, uh, and you know, but he's also some something like a personal trainer and a photographer yes. and a musician. I saw the photographer. And he thinks he can cook. <laughs> thinks yeah. he can cook. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I'm alive. <laughs> What's Not the worst like thing he's what? Ever yeah, Becky. What's? <laughs> he likes to experiment in the kitchen. So a lot of soy And I guess, and Becky, I guess, being a good wife, like you have to eat it, and do, do you pretend like it's good, and then like throw up later? Or like how does that work? Hand it to the dog. Like you, you put it in your napkin and hand it to the dog. I've learned. I've learned to act very well. <laughs> so this is why Dan thinks he's a good cook. <laughs> mm-hmm. He would stop. He would stop if you just told him it was it was a good, but he thinks it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah. the best. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm. <laughs> Yummy. Oh, he needs to make a dish for the show. Oh, Lord. <laughs> for the show. Like, while you're yeah. doing the show, like a nice casserole. Oh. Ooh, you should cook while you're doing the show. Like, there should be a mic in the kitchen so we can well, hear the, the sizzling think, and stuff. I tell you what, I got a better idea. How about next episode, I feed Becky the sausage while we're doing the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Your show, uh, your show though is a, is a serious show. You guys do um, actual like true true crime cases, correct? No, it's it's more we pick a topic and then we bring. Well, I bring the law. He brings something like the law, <laughs> and Becky actually also brings the law. She brings the law. So yeah, it's it's basically we like to call it edutainment. You remember Schoolhouse Rock, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a CD yes. of Schoolhouse so, Rock songs. So we we are the law podcast, a la Schoolhouse Rock. You know, you <laughs> laugh, you cry, <clears throat> but you learn. I like that. So that's up. And what is the legal lies portion of it? Is it is it? Do you guys cover like lawyers lying to get people off? Like, what is that's that part of the title? Intel. I'll take this. Um, <laughs> the legal lie part is any legal advice given by me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hold on. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> I want a legal lie. So, Be- so Becky and Ann are both like, you're in law, both of you, obviously. Ann is, yeah. Becky is as well. Uh, actually, no, I, I am not in law. Um, I am uh, basically, I guess you could say a, a unlicensed lawyer. <laughs> um, no, wait, don't say that. <laughs> you'll go to jail. Don't say that. <laughs> a freelance lawyer. Practicing law without a license it's is like, jail time. Don't like being a street that. pharmacist. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like street corner pharmaceutical representatives. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I I am a human resources professional, so I deal with a lot of employment law. You do, um, yes. In my you know day to day stuff. So mm. 
that's where my expertise that's lies. where her legal knowledge comes in yes. and of course i am a lawyer and daniel dan is something like a lawyer that's I'm, awesome done time <laughs> you you under you have an understanding of the law. He knows how. Yes. So what is uh, Rob was going to ask? Understanding of the way the law operates. <laughs> so uh, Dan, Rob was going to ask you. Um, could you tell a legal a legal lie? Was that what it was? Or could you give us some advice on how to get out of? Uh, I don't know. What did I do? What did I do wrong? We, we, we stole from the uh, the, uh, the the sports company. The, yeah, I stole I stole there. softballs. How can Dan get me out yeah, of this? Yeah, they blocked yeah. us on you. <laughs> yeah, on Facebook. We're being sued by a softball making company because we stole their softballs. How do we get out of that, Dan? <laughs> okay, well, first, um, what we're gonna are, were these softballs on an end cap? Yes. Okay, so what we like to call that is. It's called a an attractive nuisance. Oh, okay. <laughs> that it is an attractive nuisance. You cannot expect people not to pick up these softballs and walk out of the store with them. I mean, if you don't want people to pick up the softballs and walk out the store with yeah, them, hide them. It, don't put yeah, them exactly. right there. Yeah. I like Dan. That's good. I think Dan just got us off the hook there. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, goodness. Y'all are too funny. Y'all really are. I was going to ask you too, Anne. You've never lost a case, correct? Oh, wow. Absolutely. You're I've the undefeated lawyer. I like wow. it. And uh, I, I was going to ask how I, that works. I am like, undefeated. Do you ever like turn someone away? Like, I can't, I can't represent you. Like, do you ever get somebody come to you that you just, you're like, I can't. It's like, I can't polish a turd. <laughs> or you're too far gone. <laughs> often. Actually, very often. I'm, my specialty is family law. So what I get a lot of is divorce, child support, child custody. Oh, wow. So a lot of times I say, I can't do that. There's no way I'm touching this. Yeah. Because this is gonna get a shit ton complicated very quickly. It's, it's actually for my own preservation. You know, I have to maintain, I have to maintain my win streak. So yes. it's like, if yeah. I ain't winning it, I ain't doing it. Goodbye. Did they actually like, um, look at that. Like when you go into court, like how many cases you've won or lost, like, is that something not, they keep track of? Not, there, there is a way that you can see what somebody has done that there's a tracker, but I don't know if a lot of if if you're doing opposition research, you can definitely find out what a lawyer's reputation is in the community, and you can you know just word them out because you know lawyers yeah. are just like grandmas; they know everything, you know, and they talk about everything amongst themselves. So <laughs> the grapevine is strong with them. That's it. <laughs> Whenever you go to court with a lawyer, you realize that lawyer's friends with the judge, that lawyer's friends with the other lawyer. They're all mm -hmm. they're all just having side conversations while you're sitting there sweating. Like exactly right, <laughs> and that that is exactly right. So it is a situation where if one lawyer knows something about you, eventually they all will. Yeah. A lot of yeah. gossiping. So, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. going to say, too, um, oh, I, 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 I'm not going to say his name, but there's a lawyer around this area. I don't know if he's still still practicing, um, 
but supposedly he was going to be a judge, but they couldn't they couldn't let him be a judge because he was drunk driving and killed somebody. So he was only allowed to practice law. I don't know if you've ever heard any dirt on other lawyers like that. Actually, you do. You you hear lots of things like lawyers getting caught up in uh, sex trafficking. Oh, what? You know, that's like what? That's a thing. Lawyers are just known for sex trafficking. It's like a a straight up Saul Goodman (laughs) type. It's like we have have several uh, lawyers in this area that were on that whole Ashley Madison list. We also had, (laughs) you know, that DC Madam situation. They had lawyers from around here in her book. So. Yeah. Wow. I remember when uh when I was getting divorced, my buddy um at work was like, "Bro, I've sold weed to your lawyer." Like that. The guy right down the sh- <laughs> right down the street, the practice from here. There's a guy there. I, I he like got he used to be a judge up in Tom's River. Yeah. He got caught smoking pot in the chambers, and his judge robed him. Lawyers know at a party. That's all I know. That's all Man, I know. Look, it's the truth. You. Honestly, a lot of lawyers self-medicate. You know, being a lawyer is a very stressful thing. So <laughs> they're like raging alcoholics, pill poppers, <laughs> weedheads. So, and I'm none of those things. Okay, no, that's that's good to hear. I was gonna say, like sometimes the, yeah, I don't, I don't the people do you either. represent, they might be hooking you up. <laughs> What's that, Dan? That is a legal lie. She's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I I I read that she's a hoarder. Is that correct? Wait, where did that come from? I saw it on the website on your bio. Good lord, my bio says I'm a hoarder. I think so. Dur. <laughs> Why do you ever gotta be a whore? Dur. You were the whore. Dur. Whatever. Dur. Yes, she collects everything. She does not throw anything out. <laughs> That's untrue. I'm a recycler. Thank you. Damn, what's like something that she should have thrown out years ago that she's hold on to? Him! Him! <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> she has a circa 1993 Chia pet that is still, <laughs> still, 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 Leave my chia pet, man. Why? Why did you never attempt yeah, to grow your chia pet? You gotta grow that. Because it's Mickey Mouse's head, and I'm kind of obsessed <laughs> with Mickey Mouse. Don't judge me. No, it's true. A lot of people are. They, they I've seen uh, Mickey Mouse or Disney has an, a whole new line of everything out right now, like loofahs and and uh, like makeup and like I'm like who the who the fuck would pay for this? Now I know Ann will pay for all that. Absolutely. Oh. But you know he's saying all that shit, but he bought it for me. Dan bought it for you. 
Yes. I, where did I get a circa 1993? You know how old I was in 1993? Shut up, man. Shut up, man. I was like 11. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, you were 11 years old and we're like, you, we're going to do a podcast <laughs> together someday. someday. Yeah. Here's his chia pet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, man. <laughs> y'all, what is y'all are too y'all are too crazy? You guys are crazy <laughs> too. I want to ask, what's been your favorite episode of your show that you guys have done together so far? Hmm, that might just be. I like the current one. Like my okay. I guess well, we're gonna have different answers. Okay. okay, you go first. I'm saying the current one is really a good one for me i like that one because we had so many because normally it's just dan and becky and myself but on this episode we had like people from the the pattern family you know so many people actually jumped in and helped out on this this episode so i think that's going to be my favorite that's cool my favorite would be an episode titled Oh Lord Sodomy and Gamora. <laughs> Here he goes. No, I like it already. And I think it's kind of self explanatory, but what we talked about that episode was um what was it, the anti sodomy laws. Right. And it was a pretty cool episode. Uh, Becky learned a whole lot. <laughs> she did not, prior to that episode, she did not know what a rusty trombone was. <laughs> the rusty trombone. Rusty oh. <laughs> trombone. Actually, she didn't know what any of the terminology was. No, Whoa, she didn't. Shut up, what did you know? What did you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now that's how you win a case. Yeah. <laughs> hired. We just hired you. For any any problems we ever have, you're gonna be representing us. Shut a lot of down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I have I have my co-counsel with me at all times, so that's awesome. Wow. I love it. I love it. Um, I was going to ask you too. What's the craziest law you've heard? Because I think it's what? Where is it? Um, is it Colorado or Montana? One one of those states around there. Like porn is illegal. Like, what's been the and like? I think in one of the southern states, like you're not allowed to be in the bathtub with a goat. Like, what's the what? There's a lot of uh, outdated. <laughs> a lot of outdated. There, there's laws like, like laws that. where like you can't park a horse in a certain spot yeah, or something like, like that. What's the craziest <laughs> one that we might not know of? Right. Right, like you can't you can't take a newspaper into the toilet. Just stupid stuff. Absolutely. No, you can't what? The one, the one that I well, Dan, tell him, tell him about Colorado. uh, There is a law now. Don't quote me. This may be a legal lie, but (laughs) I do believe this is true. You guys can uh, Google it. That on a certain day of the week, it is illegal for either to cut your hair or for your wife to cut her hair, one or the other. Wow. The town I'm from up north, um, it's, it's, it's only a couple towns in Jersey has this law called the Blue Law. If you're caught mowing your lawn on a Sunday, you can get a ticket. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a really, it's a weird town. Um, also, like, it was weird, too, like, um, 
certain amount of like it was only allowed one fast food chain in the town that had <laughs> all these long. weird laws yeah. one fast food chain we had burger king <laughs> and that was it because yeah. yeah no one no other one was allowed to ever open there <laughs> another one i heard is that you, uh women couldn't buy pantyhose on sundays like wow why would you want to restrict that Right? What if you need it? What if your what if your hose rips right before church? Right. <laughs> you better get some get some Vaseline and grease yourself up real good. I mean, people want to church on Sunday. Like, yeah. Seriously, why would you restrict that on that day? I need uh, you know a pair of legs. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. I think one of one of my my what would be deemed crazy for me are all the can't buy liquor on Sundays. Oh. <laughs> those, are, those are like crazy to me. Mm-hmm. We got those here. All these dry really? counties. We have laws like that? Yeah. yeah. We have yeah. And then after all, 10 o'clock. All these dry counties, you can't buy alcohol at yes. all in those counties. Like, yeah. those are crazy to me. I'm, I don't understand. It's well, like Some of that's like Mormon <laughs> stuff. From really? The, yeah. When from they... Like, I, I forgot that. West. Yeah, you're right. After 10 o'clock, we can't buy... Is it yep. liquor? Yeah, it's liquor, right? Liquor. It's yes. liquor. You can buy beer, but you can't buy liquor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? In in a lot of places, a lot of counties in Texas are dry counties. You can't buy alcohol, period. At all, yeah. Wow. I was going to say, too, in I know Texas. a couple of my buddies that were in the military said, like, Iraq is a dry country. Yeah. You can't right. even... Yeah. Yeah. It didn't used to be though. It was until the. It was I think after they got rid of Hussein. Yeah. And then there was a different like a a new guy got in. Wow. And he just he basically just imposed like the Sharia. Yeah. Kind of like thing with the liquor. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. explanation of things. The thing with the thing in the liquor. They can't have liquor at all. It's like no, no. It's like it's. I heard turkeys like that too. Like, I think Turkey is a completely dry country. Like, I think a lot of Americans have been imprisoned over there. Because yeah, well, the 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 quickest way to get around that is to mail a package to some GI in Afghanistan. I've done it several times. Wait, add your co-counsel. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get me out of this, Dan? I just mailed, uh, yeah. I mailed tequila to my buddy in Iraq. Yeah, like, yeah, we may or may have done that several times. <laughs> allegedly. You know, alleged, allegedly. Yeah, you have to go to, like, if you're in the Middle East, you have to go to Bahrain or, or no, not Bahrain. Uh, Beirut? <laughs> no, no. um <laughs> Bahrain. You have to go to, like, Lebanon I think uh, out of the country, Tangier, or like there's a couple spots where you can drink. <laughs> wow, like, there's <laughs> why do you know these? <laughs> no, yeah, why do you know that? Slambo was a smuggler, we don't even know. Slambo used to smuggle absinthe all over the Middle East, guys. Like, how do you know the exact places where you can and cannot drink alcohol? That's, that's classified information. I can't share that. He's another street lawyer. He's See, that's what I'm talking about. He's something like a lawyer. That's yeah. <laughs> he is. That's I feel like keep... Dan and Slambo should compete on who has the better legal line. I think lie. they should combine and be Dambo. <laughs> Dambo. <laughs> it's like a super. It is. Team. It's like a super saiyan. Guys, we have to wrap this up. Uh, but it's been a blast talking to you guys. It's oh, been fun. Absolutely. Thank y'all so much for having us on. Thanks, Thank, guys. Thanks for coming on. And where can everybody find you guys? Well, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at uh, Black Law Podcast, and you can follow me at I Tell Legal Lies. 
and you can but also I thought follow Dan does me that. at exactly. She <laughs> stole my name. I am Dan on drugs, aka the dude to send nudes to. <laughs> I feel like that whole thing is illegal. Now I want to know what drugs you're on, Dan. I, I am sorry. I need a lawyer soon. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys. You guys are amazing. Yes, oh, thank so, you. So, y'all, thanks so much thank for having us. Have a good night. You too. Have a good Stay one. weird. And we will. We're the weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later. We that will was, be back, that was guys. Really cool. So a lot of chemistry fun. with those. Yeah. Those guys. That was awesome. So great. All right. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. This, this, this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. 
uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Robin Slim. Nice. Oh, we didn't get blocked. Okay, because that's sauce. Yeah, keeping it with sauce. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fuck all your licensed music. Fuck you guys. You don't get any of our listens. <laughs> I don't know if uh, you want to um, call them on Skype. Yeah, I could do that. We'll do Maybe. that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe end it? Okay. I'll message Taylor. Oh, and now they're calling. Oh! Oh, wait, call, no answer. Oh, I am, uh, that's a new... Yeah, it's Skype. Skype, Skype, Skype. I actually, like, Skype. took the plunge and updated it last oh, week. Oh, here they are. Perfect. Robin Slim Show. What's up, boys? What sensible is... people here. What's ah, up, guys? How are you sensible people doing? Taylor and Raw Dog Ryan from Sensible <laughs> People. Right. We're doing fantastic, except on the way to the studio, I got a fucking parking, or a speeding ticket. Oh. <sighs> So I, I need your address before we get started because I'm sending you guys a damn invoice. <laughs> 666 Poopy Drive. <laughs> there you go. How's our volume? We coming in all right? Yeah, you guys sound amazing. All right. I wish I could say the same to you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Besides getting arrested. <laughs> no, just no, no arrest. Just a little speeding ticket. It's a monsoon here in Chicago. You know, I was telling myself before I got to the show, or, or rather after the weekend, because I did so much drinking over Memorial Day weekend, that <laughs> I wasn't going to drink at all. Of course, I get to the studio, I see Raw Dog with a drink and have to open a beer myself. So. It sounds like Raw Dog would be the one drinking. It's, like, <laughs> I, You know what? It, I, I was going to keep this discreet, but I had my son's two-year-old birthday party on Monday. His, his real birthday was on Sunday. But uh, we had his birthday party on Monday. I took work off on Tuesday, and I was puking all morning Tuesday morning. <laughs> that's, that's how we do two-year-old birthday parties that, in Chicago. That's a wild-ass two-year-old party, bro. <laughs> there was a jump house. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. The that's a raw dog two-year-old party. <laughs> <laughs> I walk into the studio and he's got a blue tongue tonight. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you drinking blue Curacao? Like, why is your tongue blue? I was going to ask what the raw dog is thing you ever did. And that's obviously it. That's obviously up there on the raw dog list. <laughs> he looks like George the Animal Steel. You guys have never ate a fun dip on the way to the studio? Get the fuck out. Oh, no. <laughs> we ate fun dip in studio one time, though. <laughs> what uh these guys have snorted pixie sticks like slambo slambo and hollywood did. oh no it was yeah. sugar from um the peeps. from peeps. oh, oh yeah, sugar okay, from yeah. peeps yeah and, uh, our old buddy mike he got a nosebleed he got a nosebleed and then we had uh <laughs> we had uh slim eat the thousand year old eggs oh yeah that you was, and i did that together that yeah we still have those they're oh, still yeah, sitting they're in the still cabinet in there, there. <laughs> yeah. There are these things? Yeah. yeah yeah oh like, they're like i don't know if you guys ever seen the ladies man tim meadows the fucking pickled eggs in the bar yes oh, yes <laughs> dude these things are nasty they're called thousand year eggs they're like a chinese delicacy they, they put them in like a kimchi vat and yeah. Yeah, just, dude, you swim. bite into it and it's just black. Mm. Like, you know just, what? We're going to set up uh, the Robin Slim show, Sensible People. We're actually going to meet up and we'll do a uh, pickled egg and pickled uh, pickled pig's feet eating contest together. Ooh, I like that. I like I'll that. Do it. And I, hamburger smoothie. 
Yeah. yeah good. <laughs> Slim likes smoothies. He did a spam Spamuel Adams, mm. which was spam and Sam Adams. He did um uh, corned beef and cabbage, which was corned beef and cabbage and uh, mint milk. Yeah. Oh. And the worst was the uh, hot dog smoothie, which the great thing about that, this is how the hot dog smoothie was. I was ordered to get the cheapest hot dogs I could get, so we got these things called Bar, bar S. So we used to joke and call them Bar Shit Hot Dogs. <laughs> so we throw that worst. into a blender, and then uh, Rob and Slambo decide to pull out every condiment Condiments. that's in my fridge, which is, <laughs> I love condiments, so it's every fucking thing you can imagine. Probably 50% of which were expired. And just shoved this into a blender and dude oh. one sip of this and i felt like i was dying <laughs> like literally it was death it was the, terrible the, the comment that's killing me are you cheaper than me you said cheap hot dogs aren't they all cheap Oh, these are cheap. Dude, these these are like, dollar, like dollar, like a, a dollar. They're no, called bar S. Bar S, like, and I always call them the bar shit. The I'm lowest like, of the low. I always pictured like somebody was at the bar all night and was shitting, <laughs> and they 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 put them in, they put that shit into hot dogs. It's one hundred percent beaks and claws. Yeah, shit and nipples. <laughs> <laughs> too fucking ruthless well, Rob, if you guys don't know is a uh, extremely picky eater so we haven't gone to that extent as far as you guys have gone but we've done you know baby food challenge and some other shit i've thought but about the baby food thing i've thought about the baby food thing some of that stuff sounds so bad so Dude, bad. disgusting we did a we did baby food a couple episodes because our lovely co-host who's now on we we like to consider it forced maternity leave. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll talk about that a little later. But she was on she was on air. We did her baby uh, baby shower special. So we ate some baby food that Ryan picked. And man, was that shit disgusting! Dude, the shit the, that kids eat. Yeah, some of it the, the blends of different foods just sounds miserable, miserable. The pieces we did were great. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we also did um I. I, I was I just woke up one day and I heard a uh, Papa John's commercial. I thought it said ethnic needs pizza, but it wasn't. It was something else. <laughs> but so I decided to make ethnic needs pizza, and we did uh, pork rinds and watermelon pizza, and we did uh, an egg roll gut pizza, and we did uh, burrito gut pizza. And the did burrito... you watch it down with a little fucking grape soda? <laughs> no, we no, shouldn't. We, we should have. Dude, in all honesty, you know how good a grape sun kiss fucking soda Soda is so, so good. good. My grandfather loved like my grandfather uh, just loved grape soda. So just growing up, that's the generic cream soda. Just good yes, I love cream soda. soda. Yeah, I like cream soda. Yes, he's so good, so good, so good. You guys, well, how, how did you guys oh. not hear about uh, <laughs> this Roseanne incident? I was hearing Mike Rick on earlier. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Rob and I just don't pay attention to anything was, that's going on in the world. It was last <laughs> night, and um, I haven't watched one episode of Roseanne because I haven't been able to find my remote that changes the channels on my TV. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't know. I thought it was something on the show she did, but Mike said no, it was something she tweeted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah tweet. she tweeted out. Oh, it's depressing. Brian's a big Roseanne fan. I, I grew it, up with Roseanne. Me too, man. I said it earlier too. Like one of our other buddies, uh, Lucas Corvada, he's a comedian. He tweeted earlier today, like, you know, not defending her 100%, but comedians say stupid yeah. things just for a fucking yeah. reaction. And, and, you know, not to condone this but i understand it as a comedian and i've seen her live and she just she's amazing 
Yeah, we're in the same boat. Dude, it, I think it's it's probably wasn't the smartest thing for her to do, but at the same time, we live in a culture that's just fucking ridiculous with yeah. anything you say. So. Yes. Yeah. Roseanne's a family pastime for me. I grew up watching it, and I'd be in my mom put me in my room a lot because I'd always get in trouble. My dad would get home from work, and he'd let me out just to watch Roseanne. Oh, nice. My mom's been the one that has watched every episode this past season. She's, she's asked me, she's like, Rod, have you seen Roseanne yet? And I'm like, no, I can't find my remote, Mom. And she she tells me to clean my room because I'm a slob. If it was that good, it sounds like one of those things that like Netflix is gonna pick up. I was just gonna yeah. say that. Yeah, something else. Or like Hulu or something. Someone's gonna pick Oscars it up. Or- Angel or Pornhub will pick it up. <laughs> a Pornhub original series. You guys, have, you guys have to admit, Roseanne looks better now than she did in the early 90s. Does she? I haven't even seen her. I've not even seen her. We got to Google Look her now. Picture. I, I pork her. <laughs> Would you slap up? Maybe John Goodman too. Fuck it. Oh yeah, I fucking John love Goodman John is, Goodman. Is, is easy on the eyes. I do. I love him. I love everything he's done. He's just great. Even in um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie um, The History of Lies. Like he was. Uh, I've never seen that. He was, he was like an arms dealer in it, and it was dark. It wasn't even comedic, oh, yeah. and he was just like. Well, he can be comedic, or he can be like fucking scary. Like, he, that, yeah. or even like just arachnophobia. Dude. Like he, he's great. Oh yeah, Roseanne does look. Does look great. Doable, than back right? then. Is this like a compare? <laughs> what is this picture? That's a comparison. I had seen other ones in the other. Um... How old is she? <sighs> Older She's than. She's got to be pushing Zert? seventy, right? I would think. No, 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 no. See that no. picture right there, like with the Roseanne with the ABC, second row, middle. Second row, middle. Oh, right here. She looks so. Okay oh right yeah, she looks good. Roseanne's sixty-five. Wow. Dude, that is hot for 65. Yeah. Yeah, Slambo, and for you too. are our. Slambo is our guilt expert. He loves older women. Slambo, what, Slambo, what do you think? 65. I, I mean. Not the. That's I mean, not look old at her. For no, I mean, I mean, no, no. 65, that's good for a 69 right there. <laughs> that's good for what, what do you guys think? Completely shaved, drag strip, or full bush? On Roseanne? Roseanne. Oh, Roseanne. Oh, 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 I'm I, saying I'm John Goodman. I'm See, saying I think she's completely... Did you say John Goodman? I think she's completely shaved. I think completely shaved. Slambo says Hitler mustache because he's a Nazi. I would say... Oh, man. Yeah, I mean... Who was her ex-husband? He was on the sports show for a while. With John Tom, Tom Arnold. Yes. I don't see him in the news anymore. I wonder the fuck he's doing. He's a mess. <laughs> I think he was going to be on, you know, the Today Show or something talking about Actually, cheating actually going back to the uh, the hair dude down south, he I've heard him do interviews where he said he loves he loves just a full bush. So I'm thinking she has a full bush. He's <laughs> weed whacking his way through. Or she's shaved. That's why they got the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask Taylor and Ryan, how did you guys meet? So actually, uh, Taylor and I met where I currently work now. Taylor is not employed at the same employer. He, mo- he moved on to bigger and better things. Okay. But uh, <laughs> we that's where we met, uh, working. Nice. That's how me and Slim met. Yep. 
And What's Slam- that? That's how me and Slim met. Yeah. And uh, Slambo has uh, just came at the show. He was his yeah, roommate. I, I, yeah, well, I knew I knew Slim since seventh grade. Since seventh grade, so, yeah. yep. And I lured them in my van with Pokemon cards, and we yeah. <laughs> never looked back. No <laughs> windows. <laughs> no windows. No windows. It was white. It was pure white. <laughs> Which is why Slambo went there. <laughs> Stuffed an apple in his mouth and told him to get in the back. <laughs> Got some fruit snacks, guys. <laughs> Talking about stuffing apples in people's mouths. I had a story from way back when, when I was a kid. I was at a uh, math tutor's birthday party. It was what like a his- segue. <laughs> yeah. Where's the- Where's this going? Because I don't know. <laughs> my, math, my math tutor's 50th birthday party, it was a White Sox game, and I'm a Cubs fan, so that sucked. But I mean, we're in a, in a skybox, and these two guys are looking at his wife, at the math tutor's wife, and the math tutor's wife is probably pushing 350, 400 pounds. A big, big girl. Yeah. And two guys are talking to themselves on this other guy's birthday, and he's like, you know... It wouldn't be enough, even if she had an apple in her mouth and her hands tied behind her back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I love it. I when uh, when Taylor and I met too, where we were, we're in the marketing in marketing world. So we we were at an agency in um, Chicagoland area. And before I got employed there, I heard him and this other guy talking about a client that came in. And they were talking about pets and he's in the pet world and everything. And then they started talking about how his business, he came in to talk about his business model and his business model is he wanted to open up a spa where you could bring in your family pet and he would fuck them as a service. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why would you ever want to bring your family oh, man. Hey, what do you, I mean, if you're gone on vacation for a week, you drop him off and he'll fuck your pet all way. So you know you're happy. <laughs> We, in all honesty, we created, we just ran with this and we created such a character out of this guy. We had a whole business plan created just on the like outskirts of what he could do. He could, I mean, you could bring in your family piranha and he would, you know, the piranha could just blow him. Yeah, he could go anywhere. He could, he could go anywhere. You just get in the tub with that piranha and it's, it's. It's good. We had accessories. If you want him to fuck your pet with a boa on and a romper, you could pick that out. But it's all part of a price plan. <laughs> so we we did uh, we did kind of escalate that idea. Quite a bit. <laughs> we, we we do some fake commercials once in a while on our show, That's and one awesome. of the first fake commercials we did when we launched this thing was the pet fucker. It it was tough writing it because when we first got going, it's like all right, how. How obscene and obscure can we be with this? I mean, because normal people fucking pets is probably not, like, obviously normal, but we think it's hilarious. <laughs> We're, what's that in a group? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. That animal group. Uh... <laughs> what's that? Oh, PETA. 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 Don't yeah. let them get a hold of yeah. We hope PETA comes after us. Fuck them. <laughs> We've done a you uh, Rob has actually put together some great commercials too. We got little Stevie's, which is amazing. Little Stevie's. Uh, I would play it, but I don't think they would hear it if I played it um, on my computer. Uh, <laughs> Slambo had a, a, a game. He teamed up with uh, Hasbro's. It was called Hungry Hungry Pitbulls. Hungry Hungry Pitbulls. Yeah. 
And Peter's actually reached out to Taylor. They they want him to be the new Sarah McLaughlin in the in the commercials. <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask too, guys. What um, episode was it? Dude looks like a lady. What did you guys do to Raw Dog in that oh, episode? That would have been episode eleven. I, I was believe. violated. <laughs> and. I had a, a wacky buddy of mine who I grew up with on the wacky show, buddy. and uh, we basically tried on shit that women do or endured things that women have to do and suffer through. So we had to wear thongs, put fucking makeup on. Taylor put a tampon up his ass. No, I didn't. Ah! Did you, did you hashtag the episode, hashtag me too? <laughs> yeah. Right. I'll tell you what, in all honesty, all the shit that we did, the worst thing in the world was wearing a women's thong for me. It was awful. That was the I worst. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I bent over anything, it just it sucked. Because I want to get Slambo uh, Brazilian. Yeah, I, I didn't know if it, you guys did that. Got to do it on Lucas's we waxed, uh, the nipple. We waxed Ryan's nipple. Yeah, I, I didn't go okay. for the Brazilian. But the Brazilian would be brutal on Slambo. <laughs> yeah, right, because he's got a lot of hair. Yeah. I got the Mediterranean curse, they call it. There you go. Yeah. Man up. <laughs> That's got to be season finale. We got to make that shit happen. Yeah, we got it. We got a few weeks to make that happen. I'll get on it, too. We'll make this fucking happen. <laughs> what do you guys have planned for the uh, for you guys' next episode? So it'll be the first episode where our co-host Amber is not around. So it might get a little wacky with just the two of us, as you can imagine. But she's kind of been our mediator, our ball and chain. Yeah. So I think I, I think we're kicking off because we're uh, we're recording soon. Is I don't our formats are usually anywhere from forty minutes to an hour per episode. So what perfect way is we're gonna power hour the for a full hour on our first episode without Amber. That's what we did. That's how yeah. that's how he got the name Slamborghini. He did um he did a power oh, hour of like beer shots and every what was it, fifth shot was we threw a, in moonshine? No, yeah, there moonshine. was moonshine. There was like four locos all kinds yes. of shit, man. And then he yep. got up and he slapped the wall and put a hole in it. <laughs> it wasn't even like a slap. He placed his hand on the wall and bam a yeah, hole appeared. He just fucking clapped. And and the, and the power hour we call it slam time, so every minute we scream slam time. So after he slapped the wall or or touched the the hole in the wall. He was Lamborghini. <laughs> Instead of slapping the wall, he should have slapped the bag. You ever play that in, in school when you were younger when you just drank the Franzia wine that came in the bag in the box? <laughs> no. Slap the bag. No. I never Awful. Played that. Awful. It's got to be Keontae or I won't do it. <laughs> I, I have to interrupt this conversation because something just occurred to me when we were talking about getting Slambo a Brazilian. Rob, yeah. what we should do, if we can't get a professional to come in, we should just watch some YouTube tutorials on how to Dude. give somebody a Brazilian at one of us. Uh, we'll just do it. do it to each other. Shaka not. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just doing it to Slambo. <laughs> Nobody else is. I'll, I'll, I'll give Slambo a Brazilian if I have to. Like, that's. Oh, man. I'll do you it. You have to. Go. <laughs> Slambo. Slambo. And it's going to be a power hour. And oh, and a be, power hour. That's it's amazing. It's going to be everything. It's going to be everything. <laughs> what if I just find some I'll just find some random girl to do it for you and I'll have her come in and I'll be like here's some YouTube videos here's how you do a Brazilian go would that be oh, cool man. 
<laughs> no. Yeah, man. Whatever. <laughs> but I have to be drunk done. before I do it. I should get Ryder Dahl to do it. <laughs> Ryder wouldn't touch him. No. <laughs> yeah, you guys better be tipping well. But I don't know. You buy cheap hot dogs, so we'll see. Yeah. The local bar in town, I'm going to pick up a chick tonight and be like, I got this guy. You got to give him Brazilian. And that's that's how we'll do that. <laughs> you see? He seems completely into that. <laughs> Be like 55, uh, we'll be good to go. <laughs> just get the uh, old crackhead to do a woman. Yeah, to do that's, it. What, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting nothing less. <laughs> yeah. what, what has been uh, your favorite episode of your show that, that you guys have done? That's a tough one. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we've inter similar to you guys, we interview a lot of people from different walks of life. So that's always been fun to have guests on the show. Um, I would have to say one of my favorites would be. Back in our Halloween episode, we played this little game where we did what's in the box mm. and put our hands in. and Not to get confused of we what's in her box. <laughs> we didn't uh, know what we were feeling, so that was a fun one. Was anyone's dick in the box? Like there was this hole <laughs> and... <laughs> Fortunately, no. <laughs> we did uh, what's in the bag years ago, and it was oh, a big, God. nasty, yeah. like vein from uh, corned beef and hash. Corn beef. Sure, yeah, it was corned beef. Fucking oh. disgusting. And, Slim and it had been it. sitting in your fridge for yeah, like weeks, right? For like weeks. <laughs> Actually, had a vein in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a vein. It's it was gross. Oh, uh, hash is probably pretty comparable to. Some things I've stuck my hands in. <laughs> Same with Slambo. <laughs> it's hard for me. I mean, I, I can't really pick an episode. It's hard for me. I drink pretty heavily during recording, so half the time I don't remember what the fuck we talked about. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Half the time I either got to look at my notes or, like, watch or, like, skip through the episode to remember what I said, like, I, or what we talked about. Doing even shows sober, I can't remember shit. Yeah. Like, it just... It's so it goes by real quick and it's like, wait, what did we talk about last week? Yeah, <laughs> it is tough. How many episodes have you guys recorded? 167. 60, yeah, 66. Crazy. This is 167. Nice. And did you guys always keep that that four and a half hour format? No. We That's did challenging. Like, we we, did an hour we, we yeah, not even less than that. When we started, when I well, we started, we were a show called the RBJ Show. It was me, Rob, and my cousin Brandon. Um, the whole of this story, but we did that for like a year, and our show was about once I cut out all the like breaks and shit like that because we would take a lot of breaks. Twenty like, minute breaks. Back then, we would talk for five minutes and then take like a twenty minute break. Yeah. So we might have hung out for like four hours, but it was a thirty minute show. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 30 minutes. And then once we got, uh, once Brandon, uh, once I kicked off my cousin, um, he fired I fired own my cousin, own cousin. Guys. And we started Rob and Slim because it was just me and Rob. Then we started going an hour. And then, like, within maybe a month, I think we reached probably four hours but it was a, it was a build yeah it was a build like it, it got to the point where like we were doing a couple guests every show and then it was like i want to do more and then it got to like six guests and it's like i need an hour and a half of just bs, BS time with us. oh yeah because there like, was there was a time i think when it was literally the show was just us talking to guests and then we were like no no no, we need to have something where it's us talking to us and yeah. then we'll go in the guest yep. yeah it's been a we're, evolution we're, i know you guys are on the east coast where exactly are you from Jersey. Jersey, okay. Yep. 
I couldn't tell by your accent or anything. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Chicago accent. Right. We sound like we're from Boston. Nah. Pack the fucking car. <laughs> guys, we have to wrap this up, but it's been great talking to you guys. And uh, Where can everybody find you? Wow, that flew by. Holy shit. So you can find us, as far as the podcasts go, on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, you name it. And then our website is sensiblepeoplepodcast.com. We are on Twitter at sensible underscore people and on Instagram at sensible people. We can also burn you a CD if you send us your address. We'll send it in the mail. That's cool. awesome. Yeah, we could do that. Yes. What? Uh, before you guys go, why, why sensible people? Why did you choose that name? Well, it's a little ironic because a lot of people think the shit that we talk about and our opinions are probably not sensible, even though we highly think they are. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. All right. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Thanks guys. See Take you. care. Cool. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride.
This is Hollywood actors. Steve Uh And I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Robin Slim. Yo, what up? Hi, yo. Yo, what up, Ronnie? <laughs> what's going on, Drew? Yo, there's a lot going on in the world today, Ronnie. What do you think about what's going on? I just think it's all. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't agree. I just think it's all a bunch of bullshit. Uh, like, what's bullshit? Hogwash. I just think people need to pull their heads out of each other's asshole. Yo, Ronnie, you gonna take this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Anthony. Hello? Hello, is this Seth? Yep, yep. This is uh, producer Ron. We just, um, we're just getting, uh, we're just getting started. Just getting, so. uh, Seth, he ran out for some burritos, but we're yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Okay. We're, we're rocking. We're just starting out. Um, I'm gonna play the intro. Yeah. yeah. So just hang on. We'll be on and air. We're in a just second. gonna start right after that. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. All yeah, right, man. Oh yeah. It's okay. Y'all look good. How are you tonight? I'm great. How are you doing, man? So good. Y'all amazing. Everything's <laughs> good over here. <clears throat> I'm just clicking it. It's going to take a couple seconds, but we're living. I don't know why this guy's laughing at us. I don't like that. Uh, to the Frankie and the Driz show. Frankie and the Driz serve prison time, and that's where they first met. They've learned their lesson and have a new lease on life and want to share their new positive outlook. Let Frankie and the Driz come in your ears tonight and fill them with positivity. Yo, what up, Bo? Hey, how's it going? Good. Yeah, I'm pretty good, man. What do you do? You're an, uh, an author? Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, you know, I'm not too long. Uh, I'm, a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a pastor of a church, and uh, uh, so I put out a couple books as of recently. Are they good? Yeah, as of recently? Like, it took y'all like a month to write a couple of books. What's that now? Yo, it took you like a month to write a couple of books. No, it took a little bit longer than that. How'd you get that name, Bo? I, I used to date a guy before I met the Driz. I dated a guy in prison named Bo. Yo, I don't want to talk about that guy. And he got really hurt one day. And I um, couldn't date him anymore. And Yo, can we please not talk about this? I was... Yeah. Yo, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Bow. You have a church? Yeah. What it's kind in of Atlanta? Just south of Atlanta. Denomination is it? Non-denominational. Yeah. What does that mean? It means we 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 don't we're not Baptist. We're not Methodist. Anybody? Yeah. So you like nothing. You like whatever. Yeah. You're like everything is good. You like you can come here and like pray to like whatever. 
Yeah. Jerusalem. Yas high roll. What? What is yeah. the most important thing about being a pastor? Ask me that again, because I can't hear what you're Yo, saying. Yo, he wanted to know, like, what's the most important thing about being a past... A pastor? Stir. Yeah, you, you know, I, I think it's all about uh, our relationship with, with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And when you focus on that... Yo, how uh, do you do that? Then, how do you do that? I, I, like, I've do you just, him. like, do you ask, like, Jesus out on, like, a, a date? Like, I how like do you get that relationship with Jesus Christ? I've got a deep relationship with Jesus Yo, Christ. Yo, Ronnie, how did you get that relationship with Jesus Christ? Did you, like, take him out to dinner or something? Well, you know, I just I just pray at my bed every... every yeah. Yo, that's not really work. Like, if you just... Like, I my rosary. Like, you just gotta talk to Jesus, and he's like, Yo, this is cool, we can sleep together or something. No, that's not how it works, Tris. You gotta ask him in your life. He's gotta have heart. Bro. You gotta, like, how do you let Jesus Christ into your life? I'm sorry, I'm not getting it. You just put your trust in Jesus, Tris. Pastor Bow. Put, yo, how do you yeah. get, how did you, how did you make a relationship with Jesus Christ? You, you know, uh, it, it's the thing where I do talk with him and I spend time yeah. speaking with him and walk with him and, and, uh, I think he speaks to your heart if you listen to him. Yo, hi, who's this? I'm sorry, Pastor Bo. We have uh, we have somebody on the phone. Hi, who's this? Oh, is this Shawnee? Oh, shit. Oh, Shawnee. Yeah. What are you? Oh, no. I'm sorry, Pastor Bo. This guy keeps calling, and I don't know what to do, but I got to be kind of nice to him because I, I think... I think... Oh, you can't hear me or you can't hear him? <laughs> Shawnee, I think you need to find Jesus. I really Yeah, Shawnee, he hung up. Jesus. I got fired from McDonald's, guys. <laughs> yeah, he's not there anymore, Shawnee. I read my penis on the robber. <laughs> yeah, why'd you do that? It looked like it would feel good. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Can you help me get a new job? Yo, I can't help you with that, You're Shawnee. You're getting a job here, Shawnee. We, we tried that. Who are you talking to? Who hung up we, on we, you? Yeah, it was like a pastor, Pastor Bo or something. He said he couldn't hear you us. You scared him away with your crying. Yeah. I love Jesus, though. I want to talk to him. Yeah, you want, his, you want the pastor? You want Pastor Bo's cock? I wrote a song about Jesus. Can I sing it? Yeah, well, of course you can, but then after that, you can't call me anymore. Okay, I will never. I won't call. It's called Fix Me Jesus. It goes, Fix Me Jesus. Every day I pray, Fix Me Jesus. Please do it. Today. <laughs> fix Me Jesus. I'm all broken. Fix Me Jesus. I love men. Fix Me Jesus. I'll be the bad boy. Fix me, Jesus. I play with my uncle sex and toys. <laughs> Fix me, Jesus. I'll your feet. Kiss me, Jesus. I rub my dick with raw meat. <laughs> 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 I was hoping that would be the point that. Dr. Bo. Yeah, up. I don't know if he gave. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he gave up on us or if, like, he legit. Like, can you hear us all right? 
Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't maybe he just was like, Oh yeah, I can't hear you guys like as an excuse and then like hung off. <laughs> I think he's a fucking cunt. Yeah, he was kind <laughs> of a cunt. <laughs> I was kinda of pissed off because he was laughing like in the beginning and we weren't even being funny. <laughs> I know. I was being serious. <laughs> I didn't even know if he was going to call because, like, I got an email the other day, like, I thought you said AM instead of PM. Oh, <laughs> I'd like to do AM. And I'm like, no, we're just. No, like we how didn't. he asked for Seth. He thought. Seth. <laughs> like, I want to talk to the professional here. <laughs> <laughs> the professional. Yeah, he looked cool. I want to rate him up very bad. Can I do that with Skype? Yeah, I thought you were going to ask about Bo. He got beat up and. And he couldn't get it up anymore after that. And I just, I need a hard cock. So he, I like a nice hard fucking cock. So he don't became past you. Y'all nobody wants a fucking. Nobody girl. wants to know about my ex Bo. And he never told me how he got that sweet name. Neither did the guest. Pastor <laughs> Poe, Poe. <laughs> what a retarded fucking Dude. name for a pastor. I would never take that guy seriously at all. You take him serious. Y'all, I take him seriously in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I... Call back us, Bo. Call back us, bro. Call us back. Bacchus. We want to talk some more about Yo, I got this sweet I rap. I got this sweet rap about Bo. It goes, Yo, Bo, you think you're fucking cool like a boa constrictor, but you're not no fucking snake. Nah, maybe you are a snake. Whatever. I don't fucking like you. Yeah. <laughs> He's long and strong. <laughs> I'll do you wrong. He's gonna violate them holes. He's gonna violate your hoes. With that bow constricted. With his bow. Yeah. The bow. What is bow? Oh, still early. We got 20 more minutes. God, take his. Damn it. Usually we, we've been carrying out these guests till like fucking 10 o'clock on the dock. Bow is not down with your fucking shit, Driz. Yo, I don't know why I'm fucking amazing. Everybody else fucking loves me. Like that dude last week, like he really liked like me rubbing his lamp and shit. Why don't you yeah. do an extra Driz song? Yeah, yeah. I need some fucking yeah, music. And what do you want? Well, that's we, all right. I got it. On. I'll sing some shit. We need more drizz. Yeah. Now it's more drizzle. You woke up today and you're feeling a little down. You're feeling a little down. I got down syndrome. Yeah, you're feeling a little down, but you know you gotta keep pushing. You know you gotta keep pushing. So you jump out of bed, you spring up like a real fucking thing. Like a real fucking flower. You spring the fuck up out of bed and you punch your door open. You punch your door open and you run out to the living room. And then you fucking stop. But you're still running, you're just running in place. Running in place. As you're running in place, this thought occurs to you. You're like, fuck, I'm not running fast enough. So you run right through your door and you go, oh yeah, like the fucking Kool-Aid man. Like the fucking Kool-Aid man. Now what do you do? You're outside, it's fucking bright out and it's like a nice day and shit. It's a night out. Yeah, it's like a night out or something. Yeah. So you jump up and down in place. You jump up and down in place and you're like, <laughs> Fuck, I'm not jumping high enough. So you go, you know what? I'm gonna climb up on top of my house. So you start climbing. 
You start climbing, you get to the top of your house, and you jump, and you jump, and now you're like, I'm a little bit further off the ground, but I'm still not high enough. I'm not high enough. So you jump off your fucking roof, so you can find a place to jump higher, but the problem is, you had like a two-story fucking house, and now you're dead. Now you're dead. Yeah, don't jump off a two-story house, kids. Yeah. Do you fucking die? <laughs> Y'all, it's not good. Yeah, you think it's gonna be okay, but it's really not. That's <laughs> <Brothers> okay. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have you like rap battle some famous Drew's, rapper as the trick. Drew's just I don't know. He, he likes high places and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like jumping in place. Mm-hmm. He likes UMG running and in Sky place. Sports. Sky Sports is cool. He loves it. Why did I get blocked? Why did we get blocked from Sky fucking Sports? Well, I didn't. Really. <laughs> Sky fucking Sports. We'll be back with Guy Scores. I was telling um, Slambo I started reading uh, the Kevin Smith run of Daredevil one. It's fucking amazing. From 1998. Oh my god, dude. Oh, like, he wrote, yes. Yeah, he did a story. He wrote, I think, so. 15, 15 issues of uh, Daredevil yeah. uh, back in the Marvel Knights era. And literally, the second issue ends with one of Daredevil's ex girlfriends showing up, confessing to him that she's just been diagnosed with AIDS. And it's literally just one panel that says, I have AIDS. And the issue ends. And I'm like, yep, that's Kevin Smith. But other than that, like, the writing is, is like amazing. I'm like, wow, I'm completely. I like, just sucked into this. Is he dead or is he taking like Charlie Sheen? Charlie what Daredevil? Yeah. Well, there's like, well, the reason his girlfriend, his ex girlfriend, has AIDS is because um, he was given the Antichrist, which is a baby that a woman just gave him. <laughs> and y'all, and that baby has, she, he's like the Antichrist, and fucking Daredevil gives that baby to like the Black Widow. And so because Daredevil's not taking care of the baby or something like that, all this bad shit is happening to Daredevil. Like his fucking friend gets arrested for murder, but doesn't really kill anyone. And then his fucking ex-girlfriend shows up and goes, hey Daredevil, you're blind and shit. And you probably have AIDS because I have AIDS. And then she fucking... And then she fucking cries. She cries all night long. Yeah, because you probably have AIDS too. Fucking tough. Yeah. Not HIV, it's the full blown AIDS. Full blown, Shawnee. Shawnee, I told you about. I told you about. I told you about. Not trying to fuck up, man. I told you. Yeah, pull his fucking plants down. I saw your plants. I, I told you Yo, about, what about his plants? I told you about sucking on that melon. <laughs> I done told you about I sucking on melons. melon. I saw melon pads. I was a dirty melon pad. <laughs> Y'all, if you plant a cucumber and a melon in the same garden, you get a fucking fucked up retarded kid or something. You get shiny. You don't get shiny. That's, that's what you get. <laughs> so as future advice don't plant a cucumber and a melon in the same fucking garden we've gonna yeah. do that we're just gonna let it grow all over this property here that's what I do with my chest 
the show, would you just cultivate one? <laughs> I want to know, like, what happens when you cross, like, when you cross-pollinate a cucumber and a melon. You get Gallagher. You just start smashing shit. Go beat up his roommate's room. I feel like you just, like, where do you get this information from? Like, did you ever cross-pollinate and pollinate? I never a cucumber on melon. He never touched. Where's that gardener guy? Let's call him and ask yeah, him what man, happens when you cross pile. I miss pollinate. the pickle show. That the pickle show was good the show. Best. The pickles. I'm drinking cucumber beer. What uh, happens? Like, how how would you turn my cucumber sour into a pickle sour? Well, Go. first we just pissing got, it. Well, first we just gotta put a little bit of vinegar. I got and some uh, dill and some garlic. A lot of vinegar in me. This is good. I seem like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Then you just don't got some pickle flavored beer, man. We're bad fly strip. Or maybe you just pour <laughs> some like of that. I gotta catch that one. I put up a fly strip because I have one. I've actually seen two, two flies. I saw three. Flying. Was it three? Three flies. So every summer my house gets infested Rape. with flies. It gets house raped by uh, house raped by flies, and it's not because I'm dirty. I'm a little dirty, but I try to keep it clean. <laughs> But I live, like, in a shitty town with lots of woods and grass, so when you and open the door, fucking cat, flies come in. Catch it everywhere. Outside. Flies breed. They, they create mag flies maggots breed. and shit. Cuts. So, like, as soon as I saw these three flies, I hung flies. up a fucking fly strip to stop, to stop 100 flies from breeding. 100 years. Out <laughs> sun. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna sign off. We we're will see you guys next week. Fly. Who wants to sign us off? Fly strips. Okay. <laughs> Hi y'all. This is Rhonda Burlington here. I mean, his uh, okay. Hey y'all. This is uh, Rhonda Burlington <laughs> here. Take it back. And <laughs> it wasn't good enough the first time. <laughs> and uh, it's getting late, so we're all gonna go off the bed. And hopefully, Shawnee went off the bed too. I don't know what Shawnee. Mm, Y'all don't like that guy. He just keeps on ruining. Don't fuck our, off, Shawnee. You fucking weirdo. He just don't keep on ruining our interviews. <laughs> Good night. Oh, yeah. And you all have a wonderful evening. And I'll see, see you Hollywood next Christian week. Shh. Can't say that. He wants to hang out and play on his team. Shh. You now, can't you say that, me. James. Shawnee. Shawnee, stop. Like he was my lecture. he was my counselor in, in the in the team in the, the big team we, no. we all played so together we, fondled, we touched each other wow that's incriminating <laughs> he was 18 it was consensual he incriminated your holes he left me full of shame and Crumbs. Shame and crumbs. Okay, see you guys next week. Eight famous anus cookies. All. Oh no! I just started broadcasting on my own Facebook. Hold on. Broadcast this. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. 
Bust your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,